It's that time of the month! Yeah! You're listening to the monthly at Winifred's. Uh, here is a Wayne. Here's a Kendall. Oh my god, no, Fulia. Wayne is here. I am. Wayne's I am. Here. The token replacement host is back. Yes, the token replacement. <laughs> the token wog replacement. Yes. Yes, Keep, we're keeping in tradition. Yes. Yeah. You can't say that word, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> to my mother I can't <laughs> you've always been a rebel though I have uh, I have that's for sure oh dear thanks for having me back you're most welcome thanks Thank for you. agreeing to appear again. oh pleasure I always have fun when I'm here excellent we love having you thank you so much yes, yes thank you yes it's awesome um, but sadly yes Fulia is not here yes. this month loving life She's in Sydney in Sydney yes, yes. For a couple of weeks, so um, finally getting a, a, a little bit of a retreat, a little yes. bit of a holiday for her and doing some other very exciting things, which I'm sure she will recap all for you. Yeah. Something to look forward to in December yes. uh, when we catch up then. Yes, yes. That's going to be a lot of fun. So, yes. but yeah, but Wayne's here. Yes, and fully I will do my best. Yes. I, I will do my best to do you proud <laughs> as, as the fill-in co-host today. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you will. <laughs> yes, I'll, I will try. I'll Good. try. You give me a score at the end of the episode. <laughs> See how I go. A score out of 10. How All did right. I fare? All right. Yes. Oh, no pressure. Pressure. <laughs> I'm feeling the pressure. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got big shoes to fill. You do. So, Most yeah, definitely. <laughs> Oh, well, since, you know, you are the guest. Thank you. Would you like to tell everyone that's listening what yes. you've been up to the last month or beyond that? <laughs> yes. I mean, when you were, you were here in June when I was away. That's right. Yeah. yeah so, so that was the last time you were on the monthly. Yes. Yeah, so Paulie and I were talking at Disney animated movies. Yes. It was time. a great episode. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the time before that, Kendall, you know, I were talking about Simpsons yes. quotes and, yes, we and moments and episodes. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. So. So this time around, we're not talking animated. No. <laughs> so it's a bit different. So if anyone was wondering, no, I'm not an animation expert. I just happen to... <laughs> just watch. happen to coincide yeah, every time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what have I been doing at least in the last month? Well, probably to fill in from the last time I was here, I've finished a, d- a university degree. Yay! So thesis was done. Yes. Yay. So Which, good. Yes. Kendall, you helped out with I as did. well. Provided feedback. It was an honor. Thank you. So <laughs> lovely Kendall is quoted in my thesis. <laughs> it's so cool. And Fulia too, which is mm, great. Yeah. Fulia even made the reference list. Oh, <laughs> yes. Wow. I know. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Big guns over here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I, I, I finished that. That was a, a joy to work a work on and um, met some wonderful, talented young people because it being me, it involved the medium of television, yeah, and uh, lots of writing on that, which I I loved. I did I did enjoy it in the end. Uh, dragged it out longer than it needed to be, but that's the way I roll. <laughs> Why well, do things the easy way? Well, that's just the way most writers. Roll. Yeah, I Isn't think so. Right? Too. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> and yeah, speaking of writing, you know, I, I had written a play, and mm. um, it's been cast, and we're well and truly in rehearsals. Yes, and it will debut in the Midsummer Festival. Oh. Gosh. January 2020 yeah. on the 20th of January. I love that. A lot of 20s, so yeah, it's a good sign. Yes, <laughs> yes. definitely. 
Um, so yeah, tickets are on sale and we've been selling tickets as well. Um, tickets have been out for uh, for a week mm-hmm. and yeah, selling selling quite a few. Yeah, actually, great. which is great. And you, you know, you look at the the theater capacity and you go, will we ever fill it? Because that's always the dream to have sold out <laughs> yeah. nights. Yeah, of course. Look, I mean. Be realistic. That's a difficult thing to achieve. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't, but yeah. you go, okay, it's, it's a hard one. But, mm-hmm. you know, we've had sold out nights before, which is great. So we're, we're hoping for plenty of them. We're Good. at a beautiful venue called the Butterfly Club. Yes. A very Melbourne venue, which very Melbourne. love. And so uh, lovely to have a drink there. Even if you're not a theatre goer, pop in, have a drink. The staff are lovely. It's, mm-hmm. got, a, it's got a gorgeous vibe. Yes. Um, see a show if you're there, though. They do have a yeah. few shows a night. And I've seen a few performances in the two different theatres that they have there. Mm-hmm. And always a great time, nice intimate spaces, and it's good to support independent artists. I think always, yeah. Yes. Uh, one thing that in the last few months, you know, because we've had Melbourne Fringe recently, yes, as well. That's the last major festival in Melbourne, and I was humming and ahhing about seeing a show because you know it was on a bit late, and I'd been at work, and you know had to go to work the next day, and you know sometimes you're a bit like. Oh, you know, I'm only going to end up having four hours sleep. Can I be a functioning human being? Do I really want to go to this show? And then you remind yourself that, you know, you're willing to spend a few hundred bucks on Harry Potter. And you go, well, if you're going to spend a few hundred bucks on Harry Potter, you can spend, you know, a few twenties (laughs) um, supporting your friends and independent artists as well. So I'm definitely all for that. And I'm um, making it more of a mission to see more independent work. Oh, good. It's fantastic, especially the original stories. Oh, for sure. These things that people write themselves. Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing. Uh, so yes so now I'm doing it you all should do it too come see us in January yes please <laughs> yes please do um, yes yeah if you want a, a really uh, unique and you know maybe maybe confronting in some regards show because theatre should challenge and confront and yes. I think all good stories do but we've got two very talented young men mm. uh, on stage for an hour and you won't be able to take your eyes off them because they're so good Ooh. can't wait to put the show on it's called The Boy I Paid For Yes, so. Oh, so excited. Uh, yes, yes. And, of course, Kendall gets an exclusive preview Yay. because Kendall opin- Kendall's opinion matters, <laughs> as you know, Kendall. And thank you. Yes. And it's always our, my thank you to you, Kendall, for always volunteering and doing the wonderful work you do yeah, for me to say, well, listening it is a, is a preview. <laughs> that's a pretty awesome reward. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. So, look, doing that, and that's going to take me all through summer, really. Yeah, uh, for work- sure. Yeah, working on that. And at the moment, I'm working on another play um in the writing stage it's about halfway through the first draft and uh you know i'm getting on a really good momentum and kendall you're a writer i'm sure this this happens to you or or it has uh in the past that you know if you're really in the zone and unfortunately you can't write 24 7 yeah so you know you you sometimes get eye strain or or restrain or whatever and you walk away from it and also you have to work to pay the bills yeah but you know you'll get your quiet moments when you're doing just mundane activities where you've got dialogue or scenes running through your head yep and so uh doing the laundry today i was just started to speak in a character's voice and like running a monologue and i'm just like yes i've got something here i've got something here and i haven't written anything down yet because uh tomorrow morning is going to be my writing session i prefer to write in the morning yeah and so i'm hoping to just keep that momentum going starving the beast a little (laughs) yeah to to make it work so yeah look that, that that's been me being uh you know finishing off uh, academically, but yes. continuing creatively, yeah. uh, and working in a lovely clothes shop to 
pay for it all. <laughs> yes, 100%. Yeah. And then didn't you go on a little trip as well? Oh, yes, I did. Yes. yes. I visited a gorgeous city called Radelaide. Yes, yes. Radelaide. We love Radelaide. Yeah. What, what a pretty city. It is, it is so, so nice. lovely. Yeah. I love that everything is a 10-minute walk away. It's mm. cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised mm. by Adelaide. Uh, I went there by train, so like a 10-hour train trip. Um train had to be towed for some of it so it was an 11 and a half hour train trip <laughs> but i was comfortable yeah. was looked after and was really really wonderful went on the overland which uh, goes from uh, southern cross to adelaide hills yeah and yeah it was lovely i'd recommend it i'd do it again actually to, yeah. to go by a train yeah if you want to force yourself to relax and chill especially if you're not um the most confident or comfortable flyer even though it is an hour 10 minute flight yeah but you know if you just want to do something a bit different and look at trees all day yeah <laughs> and the murray um yeah. go for it yeah no I, I recommend it so yeah i caught the train up spent a few days in adelaide explored um some of their historical buildings and just looked at the really uh, pretty gardens and the botanic gardens are gorgeous there mm-hmm. uh yeah visited the the uh, the zoo there as well but to see two gorgeous pandas oh yes and love those pandas yes well i recently read that they've actually uh been extended to stay in adelaide for another five years oh wow yeah very nice since you know um they haven't bred yet and mm. you know pandas i think only have like about a three like it's like 72 hour a year time that they can mate apparently wow yeah there's like i don't know if that's just in captivity okay but so you kind of only get one shot for them to breed a year yeah yeah which it's they've been i think for what 10 years yeah I yeah. Think so, yeah and why they haven't reproduced oh. and they only ever produce i think one cub at a time as well i, believe. I think so yeah yeah which yeah. explains why they're so endangered yeah as well because they you know, don't reproduce a lot and then we're destroying their habitat so yeah. the odds are against them so hopefully uh funi and wang wang can can have a child that yes. would be gorgeous that'd be really nice that would be so lovely yeah. or have two go for it yes exactly. <laughs> no pressure kids no pressure no pressure no but gosh they're beautiful creatures yeah yeah, and, and Kendall, you've seen them, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twelve months ago, yeah. I went, went there and, um, Be- and visited them. Beautiful space, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, it's lovely. I'd say the whole zoo is lovely, but yeah, they're a highlight. Oh, they're uh, a and huge highlight. Like, just make you want, like, makes you feel for their plight. Like, you just want to see more yeah. of these animals out in the wild. Yes, their thing. Yeah, for sure. Chewing on bamboo, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so look, that was lovely, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know, I, I relaxed. I, I did a bit of writing there as well. And, of course, made sure to go to the movies yes. <laughs> while I was there. Saw the saw Joker there. Ooh. So I thought, oh, you know, cinema's down the, down the road. It's like yeah. a five-minute walk yeah. from where I was staying. And, yeah, it was quiet afternoon. It was lovely. So uh, yeah, my, my whole Adelaide trip was just so wonderful. It was just a, a super relaxing and, and quiet space and the flight back was really comfortable as well and that yeah. was yeah it was everything i wanted it to be and you don't always say that about trips away no and, you, know, you know i mean it's look, wonderful yeah and look adelaide isn't necessarily the most exciting place to go if you're going by yourself mm. which is fair enough i wanted a I wanted a sleepy city and i went on the labor day weekend so i you actually did. got more than more of a sleepy city than i bargained for yeah most definitely <laughs> yeah holy shit yeah but you know the, the the locals are just so polite and so lovely uh super super friendly yeah um so yeah it's a beautiful city i definitely envision going back and Me i recommend too. a trip to radelaide yes yes and who knows maybe maybe we'll put on a show there one day 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Adelaide Fringe. Yes. Huge festival. We'd love to do that one yeah, day. That would yeah. be wonderful. Absolutely. Get some more fans. Yes. <laughs> get more, more of you. Yes. Get, get more of you out there because I've got like, you know, two. <laughs> no. Incorrect. Oh. Incorrect. We have more than that. Thank you. Yes, Thank we you. do. I, yeah. Well, the, you know, the people you bribe to come to the show. You're like, come on, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, owe me. Come yeah. to the show. like, yeah. fine. No, no. <laughs> no got, got a, loyal, a, a, a small but loyal audience, which is always lovely. This is very true. Yeah. Yes, yes. We love our lovely audience. Yeah. We're, we're very ab- lucky. Absolutely. Very, yeah, very fortunate and blessed because they do, they, you know, engage in our material which is just lovely and they yes. give us a lot of great feedback too so yes. thank you all yeah thank you yes. all so of yeah course. so definitely we'll see you in january yes you please. kind of have to now after that guilt trip you do. <laughs> <laughs> after that buttering up oh absolutely hmm. schmooze schmooze <laughs> Kendall, what have you been up to in the last Me, month, my dear? In the last month, my goodness, it's been a big one. Mm. It's been a big one. You've had a busy one, haven't I you? I have. Whilst I've been sort of taking it easy, yeah. uh, although, you know, directing plays and taking it easy, but mm. hey, I'm, ha- I'm having fun. It doesn't feel like work. You've been just doing all these wonderful things, haven't you? I have. I have. And let's see how many of them I can remember. Yes, go for <laughs> it. You know how bad I am at remembering what I do every month. I'll tell you everything about that happens in movies and TV shows. <laughs> yes. Never in my own life. <laughs> Never. Um, yes, yeah, so Halloween happened at the end of last month, obviously, on yeah. the 31st of October. And that was awesome. Uh, I went to a party. Um, one of my very good friends uh, and his girlfriend, they... Um, hosted uh an event at their house and it was a lot of fun Mm. met some of their friends and uh, caught up with some some other friends there as well and uh yeah watched telly and uh, played some games all night had a lot to drink (laughs) somehow didn't end up completely written off like it's amazing it was remarkable very Um, very lucky did people dress up or was it just more of a relaxed get together everyone dressed up and what what did you dress up? i think there was only one person that didn't dress up so it was a really great effort by everyone (laughs) then again Um, there's always one and that one person is usually me (laughs) i'm not a fan of dressing up most of the time yeah it depends if i do it has to just be something really subtle i think sure yeah okay that's fair well that's what i like to do uh I will answer your question in a second. Yeah. But what I do like to do when I, I can't afford or can't be bothered or don't have time to dress up mm. to a certain party, I'll use uh, the famous line said by um, Wednesday Adams in the Adams family. Yeah. I'm a homicidal maniac. They look just like everyone else. Hey. <laughs> I love that. Because yeah. people will always come to you and go, oh, you didn't dress up or who did you dress up as? Yeah. What a great... Great response. Uh, Yeah, I've held on to that for nearly 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Never fails, hey? Never fails. It's great. Um, But yes, I dressed up as Batgirl. Hey. So very on theme for today's Absolutely. What a great hero to dress up as. Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah. Um, So that was fun. I was the only superhero at the party, I think. That doesn't surprise me, though. Representing. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's it's Halloween. Generally, people tend to go spooky. Yeah. Of course. But why not? But yeah, I've got a a Batgirl costume and I thought about bringing her around. So I did. Good call. Good call. It was great. Um, Yeah, there was a mummy. There was a witch. There was a, a bloody surgeon. Ooh, that's um, fun. Yeah, there was a pizza. <laughs> a pizza. Like a slice of pizza. That's funny. Yeah, and uh, and someone had the uh, balls to dress up as uh, a summer Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, though. And it was great. Yeah, it that was, is cool. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he got he did get asked to leave, but <laughs> what really? <laughs> no, 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 seriously. <laughs> I was like, 
glad the rules were strict over at this yeah. party. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was a lot of fun, and the decorations were great. There were fake cobwebs everywhere, fake spiders, yeah. skeletons. Right. Yeah, it was it was a great night. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. And then that whole weekend turned into a big event for me as well, because I ended up going away with uh, my best friend down to Apollo Bay. Okay, yeah. For two days. Um, and yeah, we stayed in Airbnb and just chilled and mm. you know because we're very fortunate her partner's mother uh has an airbnb oh great so we we didn't pay any money oh amazing yeah even yeah. better yes and we were you know five minute walk from the beach um wow. and, and like two minute walk from the shops so yeah it was yeah it was really nice i mean we didn't we didn't get the best of weather but it wasn't dreadful though yeah and do you know what just some time away yeah. in a different in, you know diff- four different walls it's Basically, quite nice you yeah, know yeah it was nice to get yeah. out and and uh yeah, go to that part of the world for a little bit. Yeah. It was it was good. It was I think I needed it. Um, yeah, but we had a good time and then and it was good road trip time as well, so we listened to podcasts and listened yeah. to music in the in the car, mm-hmm. preparing for the uh, the following weekend's events. Yes. Which was the R and B Fridays oh. live festival. Yeah. Close to your heart, isn't it, Kendall? Oh, yes. Yeah. It was. It was so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Um, yeah. So that was amazing. Group of my girlfriends. We all went to the show uh, as part of uh, one of them. It was one of them's birthdays, like a couple of weeks before. Yeah. So she wanted to do this as celebrating her birthday. Oh, lovely. So and they're, cause they're all from Bendigo. So yeah. they came down, they got a hotel room right next to Marvel stadium. And, wow. That's and cool. so, yeah. Um, so then we all, we all went to the show together and there were a lot of amazing acts and mm-hmm. a big highlight was, uh, the black eyed peas for me. Yeah. They nailed it. Yeah. Huh? Every single song was awesome. Kick mm. ass. Um, they're all just hits. They just played hit after hit after hit. Like yeah. it, was, it was awesome. Um, so I really enjoyed them. But, of course, the main reason <laughs> I was there yes. <laughs> uh, was to see the incomparable, just stunning woman that is Miss Janet Jackson. Yes. Yes, Queen. Oh, yes, Queen. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm going to guess she didn't disappoint. No. No. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. No disappointment to be found. Um, yeah, she brought it completely. Um, it was 30 years uh, this year since her um, classic album, Rhythm Nation, yes. was released. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So it was so quite significant, her appearance. Very significant, yes. Um, so, But, yeah, she played a whole slew of her hits mm. from, you know, the mid-'80s through to the early 2000s and then including one of her new songs as well. Um, and I just lost my ever-loving mind <laughs> yeah. uh, for most of the set. Um, I'd appreciate that. <clears throat> yeah, I was. There were. <laughs> I wasn't in the front front section on the floor, so uh, no one really around me was going off like I was. <laughs> so you would have just seen like this sea of people dancing. They're kind of like maybe bobbing their heads and tapping their feet, and I'm just going. <laughs> I'm jumping up and down, I'm like <laughs> screaming the lyrics and like. I love that. Oh, I had such a good time. And so then, were your friends like, "We don't know her"? <laughs> My friends weren't even near me at the time. Well, one of them was. Is that because you'd accidentally whacked them out with waving arms while you were dancing? Oh, I could possibly. Could be. Be. <laughs> They're like, look. 
That's just minor details. Don't know yeah, what happened no. to them. You were loving it. I was loving it. Yes. And the icing on top of the of the cake was the fact that she played Scream. Yes. Which, of course, is her big duet with uh, Brother Michael. And a great song. It's such a good song. Yes. And like, it holds up. Yes. Like, I have to say, I'm more of a Michael fan than a Janet fan. Love Janet, yes. too. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But, you know, I know more of Michael songs. Well, I've which, always been more of Michael. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah. yeah. That's no secret. So, no. and... Uh, so I have to say that Scream is one is actually one of my favourite Michael songs. Yeah, oh, and it's like, yeah, I really really like yeah, that, and good. I think it's gorgeous that she performed that. It was it was so wonderful, and I mean she did it last time I saw her back in 2011 when yeah. she came here for a tour, um, and of course it was very. It was only a couple of years after Michael had passed at that point, yeah. so it was very emotional. But then it was also very emotional this time around because, yeah. you know, I never got to see him live because I was too young last time he toured Australia. Yeah. So unfortunately, that never came to be. Um, but so this is basically the closest I would have, I will ever get. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so it was just, it was just brilliant to hear his voice echoing mm. through Marvel Stadium. Yes. The powerful lyrics to that song and the fact that, like, at one point, <laughs> uh, what it, well, Janet said at one point, like, you know, go on Mike or like, let's do it Mike or oh. something. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, I imagine you would. Yeah. 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 It was so, it was so nice. Um, yeah. She, yeah. She really loves her big brother. So. Yeah. yeah. They were always close, weren't they? They were very close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. And they had um, a wonderful beautiful. competitive nature creatively speaking. For I'm, sure. Yeah, I remember seeing Janet interviewed on Oprah like years and years, years ago. And I think Oprah had said, oh, you know, are you, you know, compare, you know, do you compete against her? And she had said, I'm very competitive. Like I'm always aiming to, you know, top him and beat him and rah, rah. And like, that's talk about a mammoth task to do. Yeah. Um, you know, one could argue never has and never will achieve it, but look who, look who you're competing against. Yeah. But I love that. I just think that is gorgeous. It is lovely. And the fact that, you know, they were so close and there was just so much love and she was always, always supportive of him no matter what. Always, yeah. He's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It it is. Yeah. It is fantastic. They had a very, very good brother-sister bond. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's just, it's just so nice to see. Uh, God, I was gonna. There was something I was gonna say, and I've forgotten it now. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> we sidetracked. Yes, we sidetracked, but that's okay. Not yeah, it's gone, completely gone. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, um, I had a really, really good time. Yeah, you know, sounds it, like it. Yeah, yeah, it was, and she nailed all the dance moves, all the vocals. Despite reports, she sang live. I don't yes. know where people are getting this idea that she lip synced. I mean, people maybe... People always say stuff. Yeah. I mean, maybe she lip synced one song, maybe, and people ran with that. But for yeah. me, when I was in the in the crowd watching, I'm like, it sounded all live yeah, to me. Yeah, great. And I've been to probably over 100 gigs in my life. I was going to say, yeah, you would <laughs> like, know. Like, a lot. So, mm. yeah, I think I would know the difference. But, um, no, she, she killed it. She's in her 50s now. Yeah. She's a mum. <laughs> Amazing. She's nailing it. So, yeah. yeah, I hope she comes back again to yes. Australia. But it was it was brilliant. Definitely the biggest highlight of my month. Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt about and, it. <laughs> hands down. Yeah. Um, what else did I get up to in this month? Um... I went and saw uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula That's as right. part of the Keanu Reeves-a-thon at yes. Lido Cinemas. Uh, they're playing a Keanu film every Friday night uh, mm-hmm. for the last few weeks, and I think they're still doing it, um, which is awesome. But Drac- seeing Dracula again for the first time since 
I was probably in high school, I think. Same as when I had seen it. Yeah. It was probably when I was in high school. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's such an interesting film. I don't remember it really. Yeah. I barely remembered it, but I remember not loving it. So mm. I, I didn't, I never really rewatched it. But then when, um, you know, this ended up coming about, we're like, well, I, I really need to go yeah. rewatch this because yeah, it was, um, it's a, it's, it's not a terrible film. It's so, it's very of its time. It's very campy. Yeah. Um, but Gary Oldman is just phenomenal Yeah, <laughs> and looks great in that movie yes. too. Yeah. That's that's really like the only image I have of that movie is him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's very the eponymous kind of visage of that yeah. of that film. Um, and but Keanu is just another. <laughs> he's in it. He's in a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> and even Winona Ryder to a degree. Wow, they walked on the wrong set. They they did a little bit. I mean, they they give it all. They're all. Yeah. The performances are fine. It's just the the script and the. Um, <laughs> the accents yes <laughs> sometimes it's it's okay to get americans to do brits yeah most of the time it isn't most of the time no. <laughs> all those talented british actors out there come on you can do it uh, you can do it folks no. you can find someone it's they it's, don't always have to be hollywood no <laughs> they really don't it's anyway but Nevertheless, it's an enjoyable time. Yeah, so, exactly. So it was that was really good. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, what else have I done? Last week I did. Uh, I caught up my family. Mm. Uh, my brother just came back from a big tour uh, overseas. Well, not overseas. I wish it was overseas. That would be awesome. Mm. No, he did. He toured the country. Went to all the capital cities around yes. Australia with his band. I was going to say your brother's a talented musician. He is very yeah. talented. What's the, what's the band again? The Kevin? band is Jack Harlan and the Dead Crows. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, they're freaking awesome. Uh, look them up, please, mm. people. YouTube. Do it, do it, do all it. All the social media. They're on iTunes, or should I say Apple Music and yeah. uh, Spotify. Go um, for it. Worth looking up. Um, but yeah, so he did that, and it was good to catch up with him and, and see mum and dad. And, and then uh, the day after, I went to Mornington with the lovely Christina. Hi, Christina. Hello, Christina. We love Christina. We do. We really do. She's amazing. Yes. Um, and we had a really awesome time um, down in Mornington by the beach 30 degree weather wow. having brunch and drinks and then we went to the cinema of course and we watched uh judy yeah which i gave a quickie review uh of in a podcast called fred mm-hmm. so please have a listen if you want to know my full thoughts but i did love the film yeah i think i gave it four and a half out of five from, yeah. from memory that's so, right you did yeah yes it definitely a must see i love that because i remember we you know discussed that trailer Mm. on a podcast called Fred and we, we were really excited by the trailer. Yeah. So I love that it sounds like it lives up to it does. what it, it delivers what it promises. It really does. Yeah. It really does. And I can't wait for you to watch it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. You would, I think you'll adore it. Yeah. Um, and then the final big thing for November was, of course, the launch of Disney Plus in Australia. <laughs> you, were, you were home, weren't you? Oh, was I ever. <laughs> Just phenomenal. Uh, yeah, so... So, I mean, Disney Plus obviously launched in the States first the week before, November 12th, and then on the 19th here in uh, the land down under. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we, everyone's just kind of lost themselves in all of the Disney content and how easily accessible it is and how cheap the service is compared yeah. to other other ones. 
um, which is a good selling point. And then there's the one of the best TV shows of the year, The Mandalorian. Yeah, it's getting lots of praise. Lots of praise, and it's earned. Mm. It's it definitely earns this that praise. Like with every episode I watch, like there's three episodes out currently, and I just everyone gets better. And if you're a Star Wars fan. Like, I mean, just even as a non-Star Wars fan, you, you'll get something out of it. Because right. it's very much a sci-fi western. Yeah. Um, and it's not a huge, overly complicated story. Yeah, which is what we love. Which is what we love. Simplify yeah. this and, you know, make it accessible. But if you're a Star Wars fan, mm. you're like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. It's, there's Easter eggs everywhere, references everywhere. Beautiful. The world building is, is, is phenomenal. And we've never, we've never really seen such in-depth with this kind of character before. Yeah. And other... And of course, Baby Yoda. <laughs> Who's breaking the internet as we speak. Oh my God, this thing, I can't. <laughs> I just cannot handle how cute this little yes. guy is. Yes. He's just the, the most amazing thing and <laughs> nothing can ever happen to it. Yes. Ever. Which means something probably will. I bloody will. I can't. I no. will never be. I will never be able to watch the Mandalorian no. again. But you know what? When you've got <laughs> someone like that, it means it will be put in, um, you know, in a threat or in a danger. It's a part of the stakes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so it's a really good ploy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, even if you think of, you know, Baby Groot. Grand oh, Galaxy Volume Two. Of course. Yeah. You know, he's so vulnerable, and there's that moment when he sort of. You know, being prodded and is the plaything. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, scene. absolutely. Oh. It's it's why you why they make you fall in love with them. They do. Yeah, just to do that. Absolutely. Just, so oh. yes, but Baby Yoda, regardless, will be amazing. I'm looking forward to watching this show. I I've always said that I don't want to go beyond just beyond the films that are canon, mm. uh, because it is such an extensive universe. I'm like, I just don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But mm. I feel like that this. You know, it's it's the, they're small. You know, they're short. They contain they're only like about half hour episodes, I think. Yeah, they uh, range from about th- yeah thirty to forty five minutes. Lovely. Roughly. So that's standard. Very easy. Standard. Yeah, digestible. Yes. And yeah, I'm reading nothing but amazing stuff yeah. online about it. No one's giving away spoilers or anything. No, which so, I'm so surprised. So I was like, yeah. So I'm gonna now stop while I'm ahead, so to speak. I don't want to yeah. now start reading into it, especially no. when the final episode of the season airs. I'm sure everyone will be talking about oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, it should be a cliffhanger. It's Star Wars. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like everyone, everyone's praising it. So mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Yes, I can't wait for you to watch it. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. So uh, it has been a very exciting month for myself. I've yeah. had, had a really good time. Lots of stuff. Yes, lots of highlights. I love that. We've been we've been, we've been busy little bees. Yes, we both yeah, have. Yeah, which is great. It's awesome. How you want it. Exactly <laughs> yes. how you want it. And so now we're here yes. to do the show for you lovely people. Absolutely. And what better time to get into that, shall we? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So, last month, we asked you wonderful listeners, um, what are your favorite DC films? Yes. So, I'm, we're going against brand for me. <laughs> um, but, you know... Uh, I am definitely someone of equal opportunity. I will love both. I love both, mm. <laughs> both DC and Marvel. I hate the rivalry, although I definitely do prefer Marvel, obviously. Mm. But uh, I always want DC to be good, and I will always say I want DC films to be good. And so when they are, it's just fantastic. Yes. Uh, the I'm, more the merrier. Yeah, I'm like you, Kendall. I'm like I don't really care. You know who's doing what? I'm like, I just want a good movie. Exactly. Yeah. These, exactly. These, these characters are 
are lovely or creative mm-hmm. and all of these different things are so just give me a good movie yeah <laughs> like that's really. all we really yeah. ask you and know look, deliver most of the time they do yeah they do uh very very much so i mean it's yeah. only in the m- most recent amount of years where marvel have kind of stepped up yes have sort uh, of overtaken that overtake race. Yeah, yeah for a long the longest time ever dc was yeah. the king well kicked the yeah well kicked off uh with dc 70s 80s mm-hmm. and really what first half of the 90s yeah yeah it wasn't until sure. x-men really yeah and then spider-man Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. yeah and that that sort of marvel kind of turn, proved that they could yeah turn, up their game yeah and then you had nolan's uh batman movies mm-hmm. and they were sort of the last ones that were really respected oh yes. you know i'm not saying that dc haven't delivered great movies since then no i will always say that superman returns is grossly underrated i agree it uh, is. so you know dc have delivered great great films and some of the contemporary ones are fantastic movies as well they are. but um yeah like the marvel ones have gotten this momentum <clears throat> yes behind them and very much yeah but hey look if you're a fan of superhero movies of comic book movies yeah you're kind of winning regardless you hey? really are. yeah you know especially yeah. in this era Spoiled yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. yeah maybe that's why some get some movies on you know on all sides get a bum rap because we are so spoiled for choice we're, <laughs> yeah. we're hungry for them we're like <laughs> maybe that's the reason i don't maybe. know yeah it could have something to do with it <laughs> yeah. that's for sure um so uh, we are going to dive in now to what you people had to say mm. what uh what your thoughts are on your favorite dc films uh wayne would you like to kick us off yeah sure so trudy cox hey trudy hey trudy said if i was to go old school i would have to pick michael keaton's batman because it's michael keaton and his batman yes (laughs) words too yes and he's my favorite bat to date these two movies are the best, other than the animated movies that I also enjoy, considering I'm a Marvel fan. Out of the new ones, it wouldn't be hard to go past Wonder Woman and Aquaman. I love these two movies, from empowering women to, well, you know, Jason Momoa. <laughs> he was made for this role. Yes, he was. <laughs> a big Ronan from Stryker Atlantis fan. Nice. And, well, it's kind of the same, but just a different Atlantis, right? Yeah, not so. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well said, Trudy. Yeah, good job, Trudy. Oh, um, yeah, do we want to unpack any of this, or do we want to save it for for the end? Oh, Kendall, I'm the guest. You tell me, my dear. Oh gosh, because we usually go through them, but I like I know she's mentioned ones that I'm 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 like ninety nine point nine percent are on our list. Yes, yes, uh, or maybe even our favorites. Yeah, um, but I mean, you know, obviously. Uh, without going too deep into it, Michael Keaton's Batman. Yes, Tim it, Burton's Batman. Look, you know he he was he was Batman for a generation. Yes, you know um, if you hadn't grown up with Adam West as Batman, you grew up with Michael Keaton yeah. as Batman. Yeah, and uh, Michael did such a great job. He did. Um, you're not wrong in saying that this movie will get mentioned later on, so I'm going to end it right there. Yes, good. But uh, feel free to elaborate. No, or no, I'm going to leave it. Leave it as well. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. Um, but yeah, fantastic picks, of course. Yeah. It was great seeing Wonder Woman on the big screen finally. Uh, yeah, you I know, agree. and especially to a movie uh, onto her own. Yes, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, before then, we grew up watching the beautiful and the wonderful Linda Carter. Hell yeah, as Wonder Woman, and had been associated as the only actor to play Wonder Woman. Yeah, because uh, you know the animated stuff doesn't really get acknowledged as much. No, so people tend to forget they exist yeah, <laughs> and that there are talented sad. actors behind these mm. voices and mm-hmm. animators as well. Um, so we park the animated stuff and yeah. talk about the live action mm-hmm. you know it was a big deal for wonder woman to come on screen yeah and 
it was a good movie. It's, it is a good movie. Yeah, it's, it a, is. it's, it's a really good movie and yeah. just beautifully played. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people had said how Wonder Woman was the highlight in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, Dawn, she's definitely Dawn a highlight. Justice. She's just done so wonderfully there. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of highlights in that particular movie for me, uh, but Wonder Woman definitely was one of them. It's, it's just a joy, especially in that movie, and not to take away from Trudy's answer here, but when you see... You know, Diana interact with Clark, interact yeah. with Bruce. Yeah. It's just, you, and you wanted this oh, for yeah. all of your childhood yeah. because you see it a lot in cartoons, but live action, they are real and they are talking to each other and engaging with one another. And that to me is absolutely magical. So I will always defend Batman versus Superman. Not many people no, do. Not many people but do. But I, you know, it's for the most of it, you know, it's a pretty solid film, and those interactions are just wonderful for me. Yeah, no, they are um, definitely a, definitely a, a will, highlight. Yeah, and sure. and in terms of Wonder Woman, the movie itself, I, I just love that she always comes from a mindset of peace and love. There's a beautiful scene when you know she's watching all of these men talk, and she's sort of like you know rushed, you know out of, of the room that they're in because she's confused as to why people are, are mm. giving this guy a hard time. And she, and she says to Steve, she goes, you know, essentially, like, I don't, he's talking about peace. I don't understand why people are, you know, resistant or are not letting him speak. And rah, rah. I just, I love that, that outsider innocence yeah. because she knows what peace is like because yeah. she lives on an island that is about defending peace yeah. and, 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 and about love. Um, there's such a beautiful purity. Oh, it's you know, incredible, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you fan of the Wonder Woman? Oh, movie? yeah, yeah, and, no, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Like, um, I mean, I don't love it as much as a lot of people do. Um, yes. Because I, for me, it's not, you know, it is, it is a good film. Yeah. And I do enjoy watching it, but I don't think it is as great as, like, Nolan's Batman or... Yes. I, yeah. You know. Yeah, I agree. When I had first seen it, I go, oh, no, it's a good film, yeah. but I felt... It didn't live up to the hype, and it got a lot of hype, and it it's hard to so do that. Much, yes, but um, but yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, but I'm okay. But I'm okay with oh yeah, yeah, too, you I, know? yeah. It's yeah. Not, it, I'm just glad it wasn't a bad film. This is the thing, yeah. The fact right. that the first time we get Wonder Woman on the big screen in this way, yeah. and especially a female-led superhero film, yes, with a with a female director, with a female director, yes, yes Patty it's, Jenkins. It's important, you know. Yeah, it's very important. important. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, you've got a female hero. It's great to have as many female perspectives because it yes. just makes them more authentic. Exactly. Yeah. It does. And the uh, the No Man's Land scene in that film is mm. one of the highlights. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it? I love it. But, yeah, and then just the way, yeah, I, I love the way Gal Gadot portrays mm. Diana's innocence. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's a... She's she's so she's smart, but she's also naive at the same time. Yeah, and it's beautiful though. Yeah, because you know what? Well, when you think about what that naivety means, well, why can't we just love and respect one another? Yeah, it's you're right. That's a really naive concept. But yeah. how sad that that has to be a naive concept. Yeah, it shouldn't have to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think if you're especially a child watching that, male or female, like that is so inspiring. Mm. 
Because how can you argue against that? Yeah. Like, really, how can you argue against it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, she p- portrays her so she well. She does. I really do. Oh, I perfectly like, cast, I feel. Yeah. It's beautifully done. Beautiful. Yeah. One of, and, <laughs> yeah, one of the most beautiful women alive, yeah. I think. <laughs> she's, she's a stunner. Yeah. And a beautiful person, so... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely am a fan of Wonder Woman. Uh, and Aquaman. Uh, yeah, also enjoy Aquaman quite a bit. Again, not great, but still good, mm. still fun. There's a lot of uh, a lot of things to like. Jason Momoa is phenomenal. Mm. Um, he was definitely born to play that kind of a role. Uh, I still love one of my, and I will always bring this up when we talk about Aquaman. But one of my favorite, uh, like little clips online, is of someone asking Momoa if uh, you know how he feels about playing Aquaman and all of the you know swimming and, yeah. and stuff he would have to do and he just gives him this look he's like i'm hawaiian bro <laughs> <laughs> that's what he says to the interviewer and i just lo- i lose my shit every time i love that it's beautiful yeah uh, yeah and so funny but um yeah so he's a really great guy um and yeah the movie's good i mean patrick wilson is another one of my favorite actors mm. um He's yeah, phenomenal too, and he plays you know Orm, the Ocean Master. Yeah. Uh, you know Aquaman's half brother. Um, very much, very much. Well, okay, I'm just gonna say it. The Aquaman in this case is very much the Thor of the DCEU. Mm. Just the way they portrayed Atlantis, and the fact that you have um, Arthur Curry and then Orm. And Orm is so very low key. Yeah. The way they've done done yeah, him up. The the templates. Are, are there aren't they absolutely yeah uh, and, but they, you know they, they do take it in a slightly different direction yeah. I was going to say maybe maybe this is why I actually enjoyed Aquaman so much I really liked it um, yeah. like you know if you want to I know it's apples and oranges but for example I thought Aquaman was more successful at achieving what it set out to achieve compared to Wonder Woman for I example I agree yeah, um, you know both were, were hyped up movies everyone was saying how great they were I felt yeah. like Aquaman sort of got closer to that I think it did um, yeah. than others yeah I'd yeah. say CGI wasn't always the greatest no it was very touch and go yeah it wasn't always the greatest but when it did it it did it really well it's definitely a pretty movie it is um, very and not just visual. talking about the gorgeous cast but because you've got so much stuff happening underwater one of the wonderful things that I love about this movie is the way it uses shorthand you know they'll talk about a certain place and when they get there there's just text on the screen that tells you they're there and you're like cool I know what this place is because they've been talking about it it's helping me put two and two together mm-hmm. because you know you're talking about all of these um, you know fantastical places that we don't have access to mm. in the real world so mm-hmm. you know we make it comes across accessible and believable and we know what they're talking about a lot of imagination is there mm-hmm. humor is used really well i was mm. really impressed by this movie yeah yeah I, I i really enjoyed it he is fantastic jason's yes. just incredible yes. in it yes. um some familiar faces in there which was quite nice as mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. uh but no yeah i'd i i yeah really like really like Aquaman and you know it's his first time on the big screen as well yeah and you know he's introduced efficiently mm. economically mm-hmm. it doesn't drag on at all and no. the momentum is there and mm-hmm. yes you know there's certain tasks that have to be achieved and you could argue well you could have just sort of cut to the chase a little bit yeah to yeah. to increase the pacing but you know films have to be two hours and then some or two especially and a half this, in this case especially these kinds of movies yeah, yeah so you know you're getting your bang for your buck but mm. uh, but no i feel like aquaman is such a successful movie uh i was very 
pleased with this one. Yeah. Uh, so I can see why it's on Trudy's list. Yes, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Very good picks, Trudy. Yeah, thanks, Thank Trudy. You. Thank you so much. Yes. All right. Next up, we have the awesome man that is Ryan Mills. Hello, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. And he says, The Dark Knight is in my top five favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. I love that whole trilogy, but The Dark Knight in particular is incredible. What can I say? There are many, many reasons it's number four in IMDb's top 250. Mm. Uh, even Batman and Robin goes so far below zero. <laughs> Ice pun. <laughs> uh, on the scale that it makes its way back around to a 10 out of 10. Yes, it's definitely a so, so bad it's good. Mm. And as you know, I adore the first half of Suicide Squad. And I await this James Gunn follow-up with bated breath. What else? Uh, I recently dug Shazam. That's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ryan. That's fine. You've got a diverse range of movies there, even though, you know, like three of them are in the Batman universe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dark Knight. It, what can we say? It, it's always there, isn't it? It yeah. always is, yes. And, and justifiably. Yeah. It's one of those films, look, it's been out for a really long time. Mm-hmm. One could argue, if you've never seen it before, you might go into it going like, okay, everyone talks about this movie. Surely it can't be that good. Or what's everyone talking about? It is. It is. And it, it holds. It holds so well. It holds up really well. Yeah. It is performed so well. Mm-hmm. Heath Ledger is absolutely chilling in it. I remember just being so impressed by him. Uh, One thing that I love about Heath Ledger, because when he was announced as being cast as the Joker, I took a moment to stop. And I just thought about Heath Ledger's beautiful smile that you always see, you know, and he showcases it so wonderfully in movies like 10 Things I Hate About You and and, and even Brokeback Mountain and Mm, all of these things. and, And I've just gone... Yes, he has the smile. And then Nolan did that to that beautiful smile yeah. <laughs> and turned it into a sinister thing. Yes, he did. And, and you know, you're sold. And it's it's a classic and what a legacy. Unbelievable legacy. A- absolutely wonderful legacy. And he's uh, surrounded by incredible actors as well. Yeah. Yes, absolutely the whole cast. very talented it's mm-hmm. a beautiful film it is. i'm a fan of the nolan trilogy um, yeah personally and i'm i know i'm one of the few in this one because i don't get many people agreeing with me uh batman begins is actually my favorite of the nolan trilogy oh yeah so i do i like them in the order that they are made okay and i know that a lot of people tend to go dark knight batman begins and then eh, dark knight rises yes uh, whereas <laughs> i one two and three in that order close together i think that yeah for me like dark knight rises is not on the same level as the first two but it's reasonably close it is not not very close no but it's actually reasonably close that it's still a really good movie and rounds and ends a trilogy really nicely i feel yeah it had the unenviable task of following two of the greatest Batman movies mm. of all time. Oh, yeah. Two of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Two of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Yeah. And two of the greatest movies, I think, of their respective years. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it was tough. <laughs> so I think I'm like, no, no, Dr. Isis, you did better than people give you credit for. But, yeah, like, 
yeah, Dark Knight's a masterpiece, isn't it, Kendall? It is, yeah. it is, and I'm really not going to go into it because yes. I, I you can do it to I, it later. I, I want to go into it later. <laughs> Absolutely, we'll, I love it. We will, we will leave it at that for we you. We will leave it yeah. at that for me, but um, um look, but yeah. And you're a defender of Batman and Robin. I am. But I'm going to assume it's not on your list at the end, or is it? It's not. No. No, no it's not. No, I couldn't bring myself to defend it to that degree. <laughs> I still respect you. Thank you. I thought you might. Yes. Um, yes. No, it's a terrible film. Um, but, <laughs> but I love it. It's always been a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, I remember seeing this in the cinema as a kid and just falling in love uh, with Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Um, she is perfection she's for me. A, yeah, she's an absolute highlight in the film. She is. She's definitely one of the best things. Um, and she plays it so straight and so wonderful and she has so much fun yeah. in that role. Once Pamela turns, you know, um, she leans into the, the uh, craziness <laughs> of her personality yeah. and her brain and, and you know. Uh, but I, I just adore her and she looks stunning in the costumes. The costumes in the in those movies, I mean, nipples on rubber suits aside, uh, <laughs> the costumes are really good. Mm. I've always really enjoyed. Uh, uh, and aesthetically, like, it's just, it's very in a, a different, a different league of its own um the schumacher the batman films um and you know so you just have to enjoy them for what it is yeah uh the movie was made to sell toys let's be honest toy commercial it is a toy commercial the director admits it yep um and yeah but i don't know and (laughs) like arnold schwarzenegger says about 25 ice puns in that film Mm -hmm. almost every single line of dialogue he says has an ice pun in it Yep. It's, um, look, <laughs> you can have fun with it, you can enjoy it for what it is, or you can just sit there, how do I loathe thee, let me count, <laughs> let me count the puns, basically. <laughs> Far out, yeah. But no, he, he had fun with it. And I, I, I enjoy Chris O'Donnell's take on Dick Grayson. I mean, in, in, he's a bit whiny at times, and that's just the way it, maybe he was directed or the script I don't know. Yeah, column but, A, column B. Yeah, mm. it's a bit weird. But I know, I always really liked him in that. I, I, I never bought George Clooney as Bruce Wayne Batman at all. Mm. I mean, maybe as a kid. Today, not so much. I think he makes a much better Bruce Wayne than yes. he does Batman. Agreed. Batman, do not buy it at all. No. Bruce Wayne, I could see it. I can see it. Yeah. But I, I, he's definitely the weakest live action Bruce Wayne for me. Yes, he's also the weakest Batman. He's definitely the weakest Batman yes. as well. Um, nothing against George Clooney because, as we know, he's a fine actor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it just was not going to work. But even the finest actors can't necessarily play every role exactly. that is you know, offered to them. Exactly. It's not, not everyone is, is a genius yeah. at everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else I can say. I mean, Alicia Silverstone does does all right with what she, she's given. You mm. know, I kind of like how independent Barbara is yeah. in, this, in this film. Um, and then the wonderful Michael Gough as yeah. Alfred. We love him. Yes. We love him. The only consistent figure in all four films. Yes, yes. Oh, him and Pat Hingle's. Oh, sorry. And Pat Hingle. Yes. Yes, how can I forget? Uh, but in saying that, I think Michael Goff is the only one in the film who got praise <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> from critics, you know. That's and true. I think, he's, I think he's the one that people universally agree on in a yeah. positive slant. 
Rightly so. Rightly yeah. so. Rightly so. Wonderful, yes. wonderful actor. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. Such um, a such a gorgeous Alfred. Like, oh, he's. I think he's still my favorite Alfred. To yeah. be honest, you know, I I have to agree with you. Yeah. I just I love that he is the portrayal of Alfred, especially if you go back to to the first Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman, and even in Batman Returns, you see it too. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Even in Batman Forever, because the material is better in those three films. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. And he is given more to do yeah but i just love that he is caregiver still you know uh he's a father figure he is almost like a guidance counselor really isn't he uh he is humorous he is lovely Mm -hmm. but he is always class always always you get that british upbringing you believe that alfred worked at buckingham palace back in the day oh my god you do and then he was the greatest butler there and only bruce wayne could afford (laughs) to take him away from buckingham palace like you believe that just in his mannerisms Mm -hmm. and the way he conducts himself Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah the way he runs this household yeah i yeah i'm i adore michael goff i agree with you kendall i think he's just wonderful he is yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, what else did Ryan have to say? Okay, Suicide Squad. Oh, I wondered if anyone was going to mention this film mm. for this uh, this podcast. Um, yeah, I'm not really going to go too much into it because I've ranted about this movie so much. But <laughs> like, there are parts to enjoy. Yes, Ryan's not wrong. Mm. Like, and there's a lot of potential um, for a better film hidden in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, we all know what happened with the you know, studio interfering Mm. and the wrong people cutting up the movie into different ways than the director claimed it was going to be and blah, 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 blah. Scenes on the cutting room floor, butchering Jared Leto's Joker. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a shambles, but I, you know, I love all of the performances, like from the main cast, like Margot is Harley Quinn. Such a great job. And I can't wait to see Birds of Prey. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I, I've always said Margot Robbie it was the perfect actress for, for Harley. Mm. She looks the part so well and she plays her yeah. wonderfully. Absolutely, yeah. She brings her to life. Yeah. I love it. Um, and, oh, God, I, I've forgotten the name of the actor. Uh, the one who plays the... Um, I can't even think of the character's name. Anyway, that's terrible of me. Um, Will Smith's in the movie. <laughs> he basically plays a badass Will Smith. Yes. Um, Look, I have to say, while you're looking that up, Kendall, that yes. I am, I'm also a defender of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan says he adores at least the first half of the film. Yeah. I don't necessarily think I adore any part of the film okay. or, you know, all of it. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun movie. Um yeah, I thought it was quite entertaining. I liked the take on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, for me, it was fun popcorn entertainment. Uh, I think people got really offended by it. Maybe yeah. they what was promised was not delivered. Yes. But I am someone who tends to not watch a lot of trailers for movies or read too much behind the scenes or anything like that because I want the movie, the final product, to speak for itself, and yeah. I want to be surprised. So I wasn't disappointed by the film. Okay, that's good, because the trailers were really good. Yeah, because could it have been better? Yeah, possibly in parts. Uh, was it an overall disappointment or failure? Not for me. Okay. No, I think that's as an good. overall as an overall film, I, I was happy with it. That's yeah. good. I'm glad you're happy with it. Yeah. Um, Yes, uh, Jay Hernandez mm. uh, played Diablo. Yes. He was a big highlight, big standout for mm. me 
in Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, I like the dynamics of the characters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so I am, like Ryan mentioned, uh, looking forward to um, the sequel. Yeah. Helmed and written by James Gunn of Guardians of the Galaxy fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, another famous bunch of misfits there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's a no-brainer. A motley crew. Motley crew, if there ever was one. So no pressure, James Gunn, but I'm no expecting a killer pressure. soundtrack as well. I know. Gunn knows how to use music in his films. Doesn't he? Yes. <sighs> so good. And that just adds to the vibe, doesn't it? It, it really lifts does. the mood. It does all of this, yeah. Yeah, it really, really does. Mm. And one quick thing before we move on from Suicide Squad, uh, Viola Davis Oh, as yeah. Amanda Waller, like... Yeah. Look, let's be honest. Viola Davis is anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Yes. And just give her the award. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but it yeah, it really doesn't matter. As Amanda, I agree. I think perfect casting. Yes. I have to say though, I was disappointed because Amanda is supposed to be about three times the size of Viola. I know. I would have loved her to have been bigger. A bigger lady. Yeah. Even if she was more padding and so forth. To replicate what Amanda's supposed to look like. Yeah, I mean, I, she's her nickname is the Wall for a reason. Yeah, like I love, I love Amanda. Well, I yeah. remember first seeing her in animated uh, films because mm. uh, DC does such a great range of animated they films. Do. Like they really do, really, really good ones. Mm. Um, and I remember seeing Amanda and just falling in love with her. Yeah, loving her, loving her. So yeah, I remember being a little disappointed that uh, Viola was so slender. Yeah. compared to Amanda, but. When you've got Viola Davis delivering that performance, you forgive. Yeah. Forgive it. You, you're yeah, willing to let it go. Yeah, you, you forgive really? that, that that element of yeah. the character. That's for Because sure. at the end of the day, I know she's supposed to be a really large woman, but it doesn't impact the character no. to any significant degree. Not at all. Yeah. No. No, she's fantastic. Yes. Uh, all right. And then I'm not going to say anything about Shazam. Okay. As well, because that's another one. Well, what I will flag actually was that I actually haven't seen Shazam yet, (gasps) believe it or not. So I was hoping to actually have seen it before today's podcast because I know it was going, because I've heard great things about it and I'm really looking forward to watching it. So I'm looking forward to hearing your summary of it because I know you really loved it when it came out. I adored it. I adored it. So I won't give any spoilers. Thank you. No, not at all. Thank Um, you. I will just... Spoiler-free, summarize, <laughs> yes. and react, <laughs> as I'm good at doing. Yes, absolutely. Oh, thank you so much, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Great answers. Yes, yeah, so Steve Garstone. Hey, Steve. Hi, Steve. Thank you for contributing. Yes. He said, look, I'm going to cheat a little and say V for Fendetta, Ooh. as that is technically a DC property, even if it is not in the DC Comics universe. Perfectly fine. Yes. Probably my favorite movie of all time. Wow. wow. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Superman, Superman 2, Wonder Woman, and despite its flaws, Green Lantern. That list is in no particular order. I would probably pick Superman as my number one in-universe movie, but I could easily go with Dark Knight or Batman Begins, depending on my mood. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Stephen, you're right. You have to be in the right mindset for some of these movies as well. definitely do. But some movies, it does not matter what mindset you are, you will enjoy them because they're just amazing films. For sure. Um... Stevens mentioned quite a few films that I will mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and me we've, too. We look, and we've talked about Wonder Woman as well. But we have. Can, how about we chat about Green Lantern? Let's. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on Green Lantern? <sighs> See, I haven't watched it, like rewatched it since. Um, you know, it kind of in re- more recent years. Yeah. I think did it kind of become this but of the joke on the internet mm. as being a bad film. Like, I don't really remember back in 2008 when it came out. 
I know it. I know it flopped, mm. and I know it wasn't great, great. But I don't. I didn't ever think it was as bad as people said it was. It's. I'm like you. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. I remember enjoying it. I remember, I remember enjoying it too. Remember not being offended by it. Yeah, and I. I like you know, Ryan Reynolds is great. I think he played a great Hell Jordan. I, yeah. I enjoyed his performance. Um, and you know, and Taika Waititi's his best friend. And I'm like, <laughs> hello, uh, fantastic stuff. Um, but I remember just thinking. It's pretty much a by-the-numbers yeah. superhero origin. Yeah, standard. Uh, very standard. Uh, it doesn't really... I don't understand why it offended so many people. Yeah, why it got so much hate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, some of the CG is a bit... Eh, yeah. Whatever, And look, admittedly, probably would look worse now. It probably would, yeah, yeah maybe if we tried to rewatch it now. But um, I think I think the only big issue I had was I, I didn't really enjoy Peter Sarsgaard's portrayal of the villain of the piece. Right. I've forgotten the character's name, but... That's like well, who would be yellow? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not him. No, that's right. No, that was Mark Strong. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna look it up. Yeah, Mark. No, I enjoyed Mark Strong as um the the other lantern that was gonna go evil and that was mm. teased. Yes. At the end of the film, I was like, I remember walking out of Green Lantern, going, I'm really excited for this sequel. Yeah. Because we're gonna get to see this guy turn on everyone, and it's gonna be awesome. Uh, never, and then it never happened. And then it never happened. Uh, yeah, Sinestro. Mark Strong was Sinestro. Yes. Um, Peter Sarsgaard was Hector Hammond. So right. he, he was the one that um, uh, Parallax sort of mm. infected or whatever it was. Okay. Because uh, Parallax was the big villain. It was like the big cloud thing yeah. that was like consuming worlds sort of thing. Like kind of like a Galactus type. As you do in comic book movies. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but basically, uh, yeah, I remember just going the third act was underwhelming mm. i think that was my big takeaway from it apart from the fact that i enjoyed it just the ending was anticlimactic oh which is so disappointing for action movies for sure. and adventure movies for, right it's supposed to be the biggest piece of your film but i felt like it was rushed and it was over too soon for mm. me um but apart from that yeah you know i i I'm definitely i think i would love to watch this again yeah i feel like i need i, I need to revisit it and want to yeah. As well, yeah. yeah. And especially because, like, <laughs> I just love, like, I mean, the, all the hate it gets aside, but I just love the way that Ryan Reynolds owns it. Yeah. And wears it like a badge of honor almost. Good on him. Yeah. And just, I mean, have you seen Deadpool 2? Yes, I have. Yeah. So when he, <laughs> go, <laughs> Deadpool, Wade Wilson, goes back through time, mm-hmm. he shoots Ryan Reynolds in the head <laughs> as he's holding the Green Lantern script. <laughs> it's just excellent comedy. Um <laughs> You gotta laugh at yourself, and you're. You have to. Well, especially yeah. if you're at a, a confident c- career. Yeah. Uh, point like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I can laugh at that. You I mean, you, it's not like you can hide from it. You can't pretend you never made it. No. The exactly. internet won't let you forget. Not no, not no. in this day and age. Not <laughs> no. possible. Not at all. Um, yes. Also, it is. Uh, it was actually the movie where Ryan and and uh, Blake Lively met. Oh, nice. For the first time. Cute. And now they're obviously long married and have a family and all yes. of this stuff. So it's very nice. Yeah. So I, he should hold the film in high esteem. I, yes, I think he <laughs> I think he does deep down. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, what else can we... Well, V for Vendetta. That's another one I haven't rewatched in a long time. Yeah. Either. It's been a long time. I remember being really impressed by that movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I love... I just love the way it, it comes together. I love the world that it's set in. Yeah. I love her anti-hero. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's not a movie that just like it's not paint by numbers. It doesn't 
give you everything. It's one of those movies that you have to be engaged in yeah. to get the most out of it. For sure. Uh, I'm not saying it makes you work for it. No. But it doesn't let you to be lazy or leave your brain at the door. No. Those movies are fine. Yeah. We need those movies. Oh, we do, we do. But V for Vendetta is a very clever, it's a comic book movie. It's not a traditional comic book movie. No. Um, your hero is not your traditional hero. So I also like it because it is, it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. And look, anything anti-authority is always good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need We need a bit more of that, don't we? Yes. Yeah. We definitely do. And I, I remember uh, adoring a Natalie Portman's performance yeah. as Evie in mm. the film. And, you know, the fact that she actually sat there, had her head shaved on camera yeah as part of the film as her character she actually shaved her real hair off yeah for the role like yeah just got to admire that kind of bravery i yeah. think for an actress who's you know mm. so renowned as her and and popular as she is you know and you only get one take you only get one take <laughs> yeah. yeah but she's she's a powerhouse actress i love her um but yeah v for De- vendetta very good choice steven uh yeah i think we may move on i think so i think we may excellent Great, let's do it. Thank you very much, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. And our last, but very, most certainly not least, <laughs> uh, response comes from our co-host who could not be here today, the wonderful Fulia Cantamache. Fulia, here in spirit. Here Yay. in spirit, yes. So what's Fulia say? What does Fulia say? She goes on, I haven't really delved into the DC universe that much growing up. I remember watching a Superman animated film when I was still in primary school, but I only remember the scene where Lewis or Louis, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm sure she means Lois. Lois. Oh, Lois. <laughs> Bless. She spelled Lewis. Yes. Bless. Autocorrect. Oh. <laughs> love you. Love you. Yeah. Oh, actually, yes. Autocorrect. Oh, That's yep. got to be what it is. Stupid autocorrect. Okay. Uh, where Lois is trapped in a sinking ship and I think it was... Uh, sorry. Lois was strapped... <laughs> Lois was trapped in a sinking ship, I think it was, and Superman had to dive in to save her. From the DC films I have watched, however, I did enjoy Aquaman. I never really knew much about this character, but the film helped me fill in some of the blanks. And you know, Jason Momoa is awesome. That he is. That he is indeed. And I think it says a lot about a movie if you don't know much about a character and you're exposed to them for the first time. Mm -hmm. And yes, look, admittedly, it's an origin story, so that does help. Yes. Uh, And you can enjoy and take from it. You go, oh, look, that was actually pretty cool. And, you know, Mm -hmm. he's a really interesting character because, you know, we're comic book nerds. We are. Kendall, so we've got pre-knowledge. Yes. Uh, even if we don't know the intricate details of a character, but we, we you know, we have a general idea. Yeah. And Aquaman doesn't get a lot of representation beyond animated no. films and TV shows. No. So I think that says a lot, that mm. you can really engage with a character who's just absolutely fresh and is not, you know, in, in your pop culture um, consciousness, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, we've, we've talked about Aquaman and I, yeah, I agree with you fully, I think. You know, if it's not a it's not a character that you know much about, uh, but the movie covers all bases. It does. And it's still quite entertaining. Yeah, 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 exactly. It doesn't over-explain everything, and the parts that it does, doesn't need it to. does in a really nice way. Yeah. 
All yeah. the performances are great. So yeah, good job, Fulia. Yeah, very good job. I would, do you know what animated film she's talking about? Perchance, N- not at all. Considering no. there are so many, I know of them. it could be. Yes, yeah. and also based on Fulia saying that when she was growing up, saw Superman helping Lois out of a uh, sinking ship. It could be even from the animated TV series. That's that, what I was thinking. That was maybe you know a compilation on a video, mm. or maybe it was like a, a three-parter that was then packaged as a movie, which they which they did with the pilot. I think of that oh, cool. that film. I think that you know it was a three-parter and they just packaged it as a oh, movie, right. okay. which was his his origin there. So yeah. I yeah. think that's what Fulia is referring to. Okay, cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, Fulia. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I know. Thanks, everyone. I yeah. Suppose. yeah. And yes, thank you very, very much, everyone, for yeah. all of your awesome responses. I love that. Obviously, there were going to be a couple of tiles that were repeat, and mm-hmm. they did, but there was a lot of variety. Yeah, there. I like that too. Well, I mean, you know, DC have produced so many wonderful characters and so many wonderful films as well. Yes. That, yeah, you, you are a spot for choice. I mean, for a while, you. You know, people I'm sure probably only thought that Batman and Superman and maybe Wonder Woman yeah. were the only heroes. But it's yeah. so great to see this diversity and also like offshoots like where V for Vendetta comes from as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like good. That. It's very, very good. Okay. So now this will be the time when we're going to go into our... Uh, reactions, yeah. our favorite DC films, mm. and Wayne, since you are the honored guest, thank you. I would love for you to go first. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, look, I think I I can't help but um, stick with the ones from my childhood. Yeah. Um, so for me, look, I'll, I'll begin with what I think is not only the greatest uh, DC movie of all time, but the greatest comic book and superhero movie of all time. And that's Superman from 1978 Mm. with Christopher Reeve and Margot Kidder as Superman and Lois. That movie is the reason why we have comic book movies today. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Yeah, It's, it's the reason why they're taken seriously. It's the reason why they have big followings. It's Mm. the reason why they have big budgets. It's the reason why they champion the hero. It's the reason why, they delve into backstories. It's the reason why they invest in the characters. It's the reason why they take the time to show emotions and love interests. It is the reason why we have this subgenre that is dominating Hollywood and the box office at the moment around the world. Yeah. Some might say that's not a good thing. I beg to differ. Yeah, same. All films have their purpose. These they are do. fun movies. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is just the reason why we are here talking right now yeah to be perfectly honest about about yeah about comic book movies it set a template that i would say and this is me doing absolutely zero research but just picking from all of the films that i have seen based on comic book movies but it essentially set the template of about 90 percent of movies even to this day how you introduce a character, how you tell an origin story. And that was a brave thing to do back in the day because based on cinematic representation and TV representation, Mm -hmm. you had Superman, you had Batman, you had, you know, Flash Gordon, you may have had Phantom, you had some other characters. But, you know, kids grew up watching Superman serials, Superman TV series with George Reeves. They knew his story. But this movie said, 
from the beginning were telling it our way. Yeah. They didn't have to spend, what, you know, a third, maybe two thirds of the movie essentially doing, you know, extensive backstories and mm. things like that. Mm-hmm. But it works and it's yeah. engaging and it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The movie is absolute perfection. Christopher Reeve is absolute oh, perfection. He's so good. Margot Kidder is absolute perfection. Yes. They are my all time favorite Superman and Lois Lane. Agreed, me too. And just everything about it is 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 beautiful and that you know movie is 40 years old mm-hmm. and it holds up today it so does and when we consider how many comic book movies have been made dc marvel other studios other countries other heroes other entities it's still the best for me it really is. yeah it, it just it's still it just holds up so well it's such yeah. a beautifully simple story and you know what it's one of those movies as well that says i'm a comic book movie unashamedly it doesn't hide that it's a comic book movie mm-hmm. it doesn't hide that it you know formats itself a bit like a comic book story as well you know telling some things in shorthand but it just does it so well it's not ashamed of it and it doesn't play it up or make it campy at all. Mm. You know, if we, for example, compare it to Batman and Robin, um, you know, the main flaw of that film is it's a cartoon. It's a comic book. This was what this was the direction Joel Schumacher made. So mm-hmm. everyone didn't didn't play it straight. Mm. Um, one thing that, that I do always go back to if we want to do comparisons is how Tim Burton directed his Batman movies. In an interview, Michelle Pfeiffer said... It is tempting because it's such a heightened and exaggerated world to really overplay it. And Tim Burden had said to her, he goes, you have to play this real. It's a heightened reality. Yes. But it is real nonetheless. Yes. And we can see what happens when you play it straight compared to everything else. Because it's an over-the-top world that these these films are, even today. Yeah. You know, oh, even the most yeah. serious movies are over-the-top. Yeah. But if your character, if your hero at least, mm-hmm. is playing it straight, the rest falls into place. Exactly. There's your reality. It's grounded in reality. Yeah. And yeah, Superman the movie just does it so beautifully. <laughs> Superman 2, which was predominantly directed by Richard Donner and then reworked by Richard Lester. Yes. This is a, a thesis onto itself. I won't go into details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is a really good movie, mm-hmm. I have to say. And mm-hmm. uh, fans are divided about where they sit with Superman 2, I think. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. Of, of the drama. But Richard Donner chose to leave. Yeah. Chose not to complete it. Yeah. And Richard, List- Richard Lester did the best that he could do and did a really good job. Did yeah. his own take and one could argue didn't need to do too much with it, but he chose to. Mm-hmm. And Superman 2 only falls apart a little in the third act. Yeah. You know, in terms of what makes sense and some plot holes, it makes sense the whole way through. And third act, it just goes a little too far and you're just like, but what about, what about, what about? But you know what? What's preceded it is quite magical. You forgive it. And that's a sign of a really good movie. For sure. I'm also a defender of Superman 3. I'm one of the few who will defend Superman 3. Um, A few edits, if I had my editing scissors, (laughs) would... I think alleviate any issues that people have with it, but it, but it is, it's pretty good. I think. Yes. Um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm a fan of Supergirl from 1984 yes, with, me too. with Helen Slater. Yes. Um, I admit it is not a masterpiece no, it's at not. all, No. but this is where you kind of need to go. 
just relax and just have fun with the film. Exactly. You know, it, this is also one that does not shy away that it's a comic book. Yeah. It's, you know, it, you know, it's cartoony in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, you've got a female protagonist, so it's handled differently for better or worse. But it was the first to do it. That's very it's true. It's the first time to put a female superhero on this scale mm. and the special effects are excellent i yeah. feel and most For the 80s, yeah, yeah and most of them hold up really well mm-hmm. flying scenes are beautiful and helen slater is just absolutely gorgeous she is gorgeous isn't she plays this you know fish out of water so wonderfully yeah. it's yeah. really really nice we we move on to then the late 80s early 90s Michael Keaton as Batman <laughs> in Tim Burton's Batman movies. Yes, of course. He's my all-time favorite Batman. Me too. You know, I grew up watching Adam West, and I still have a very soft spot for Adam West. I love, I love the series. Mm-hmm. I, I love the movie that came out of it, and he's you know in my top for Batman portrayals because oh, like, you know yeah. it was of its time, and it it's so much fun to watch now. It is like it's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. But Michael Keaton and Tim Burton and Jack Nicholson in Batman nineteen eighty nine. Oh shit, that's a good movie. It is. Like, yeah. It's so damn good. Yeah. And you know, Batman Returns, I think, is quite underrated in the it realm is. of it. Um, you know, at the time was not really appreciated. No. Uh, and I think in people looking back at it, I do know. You know, you read some articles of people looking back go, actually, Batman Returns is the best of the four films of that era. Oh. That's interesting. I disagree. Yeah. But um, but it, it's up there. Like for mm-hmm. me, it's one, two, three, four. Like I like them in that order yeah, yeah, as yeah. well that, that they came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really, really enjoyed them. And look, the current, the current DC movies, I don't think are quite up to the quality of those earlier ones that no. I just mentioned. But I have to say Superman Returns, which is an alternative sequel to Superman 2, so it disregards Superman 3 yeah. and continues from Superman 2 is a lovely movie. It is. It's, it's the Superman I like. And I think Brendan Routh is so wonderful. Oh, he is lovely, isn't yeah. he? He, like, he wasn't doing an impression of Christopher Reeve, but he really kind of honed in on the essence of his portrayal. Absolutely. In such a way that yeah. was just, it was literally like, he, you know, Chris Reeve had come back to life. Yeah, and it's like, how on earth would you want to do or attempt that task? Yeah. But he did it so successfully. He did. Captured the essence, but it was his own portrayal. Yes. Because, you know, it was a modern day Superman, right? You mm-hmm. know, the, the costume, uh, the suit was different. And yeah, yeah. Things like that. So, yeah, he, he made it his own and he did it so wonderfully. I would have loved to have seen him play Superman again, like in a proper sequel. Mm-hmm. I would have loved him to have another shot at it so that anyone who wasn't so sure about him could really see what he could do because yeah. he just achieved it all for me in that movie yeah. uh, it, it's just a it's a wonderful movie onto itself i think it is i i really like it yeah. and i think for what we call now the 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 dceu which was a thing isn't a thing maybe a thing yeah um, yeah i look i i'm a defender of man of steel i think it's i think it's a really good movie yeah. i i love henry cavill in that movie i yeah. love his portrayal of superman i love that it is different i think he looks fantastic he really looks the part he absolutely does yeah i love his portrayal of clark and superman it is mm-hmm. sensitive it is tough it is vulnerable it is brave mm. it's multi-dimensional mm-hmm. and this is important for superman and supergirl and helen slater does it so beautifully too is that you've got an alien here but you you always see their humanity and it's just yeah it's it's a difficult thing to do it is because you difficult. wonder how relatable they can be 
but they're extraordinarily relatable. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find the ways to be like for them to be relatable yeah, quite easily. Yeah, so I, I absolutely really enjoy yeah. Man of Steel mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, look, I'm, I can defend some of the other uh, DC movies because they do get a bit of a bashing. Uh, like I said, Batman versus Superman, I don't think is perfect. I think it falls apart a little in the third act as well. It's a bit it convoluted. Does, very much. And so unnecessary because everything before to me works really well. Just needed to be half an hour shorter, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, but seeing Batman and Superman on the big screen like that for the first time, look, it was kind of cool. That that look that makes your admission ticket worth it in my book. Yeah, because it's done really really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Justice League is a fun movie. It is. Uh, fun. It's, you know, again, I I don't understand people getting so worked up and offended by these films. They're just fun films. Relax. <laughs> like, just absolutely relax, you know? Like, I don't really know what you want from these people. Make your own damn movies if you can't do it. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I think that brings us to this current point in time, Kendall. <laughs> All the movies ever yes. made. Uh, yeah, well, may- maybe I'm missing some. Maybe I'll refresh my memory on others that I may have overlooked. But I'm curious as uh, our Marvel expert, yes. but our all-round movie nerd who can appreciate a good movie regardless where it comes from very true um you and i both uh what are your favorite dc movies oh well my my favorites uh, oh like, i love what I... I just totally ignored sorry just thinking i, I totally forgot about the nolan verse <laughs> you did but in saying that i did discuss them earlier so i won't repeat myself you did, yes you did. They, they are up there but that's yes. okay yes oh you can you, i will be bringing that up yes so you feel free to jump in go for it wherever you want yeah um my goodness. So, yeah. Um, if I had to actually pick a favorite DC mm. film, it is uh, Chris Reeves. Yeah. yeah. It is. Like, yeah. I I mean, unsurprisingly uh, for me, I don't know. Just it, like you said, it is the foundation of what, yeah. we, what we have today. We wouldn't have something like Avengers Endgame mm. without Superman. Right. Like, at all. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the amount of times I've watched interviews with MCU actors, um, for example, I think Chris Evans mm. uh, has was largely inspired by Chris Reeves' portrayal um, in, in, you know, in terms of his own performance as Captain America, Steve Rogers. You can see it you because they're both it. Boy Scouts. They are. Yeah. Very much. Clean cut Americana. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think, I think even Kevin Feige has even talked uh, at length about... Uh, Superman mm. being such an influence on him yeah. as well. Um, but I just, I've always adored that film. I watched it so thoroughly as a kid growing yeah. up. It's just beautiful. It's such a great story. It's acted so well. It's told so well. It's, yeah. there's so much to love. Yeah. There's so much to love. I in agree. It. And, you know, I, and without fail, I'm going to, I will mention it. Because I mention it every time I talk about Superman is the the score. Yeah, John Williams' iconic score for Superman. Oh, it's <sighs> yes. the The theme. Yeah, the theme is, is so good. inspiring. So it it encapsulates everything. Yes, doesn't that it? This character is. It feels grand and yeah. heroic. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just remarkable. Every time I hear those horns come in, it yes. Just, Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. The, the build up, like it's just so much of a crescendo. Oh and my goodness, da, yes. Da, da, like yes. Just, and you know, as uh, as Richard Donner has said, how he ruined like a recording when he first heard it, you can hear the words Superman. 
in the music. And... You can hear it when <laughs> yeah. it when it goes. You can hear you know Superman. Yeah, you it's can. incredible. It yeah, is, it's yeah. Yes, and yeah, and and so, no, you can hear the words Supergirl in that theme song as well. That's I love the, the Supergirl theme song as oh, well. Yeah, okay, we have to pay attention. Yeah, to the next it's a bit time I watch it. majestic, but you know you can you can hear it when it when it comes around. If you just listen to it, okay. you can hear the Supergirl. Oh. Like to plays like that is beautiful. Oh, okay, yeah. lovely. That's so awesome. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I can't really add too much to Superman than what I've already said and then what you've said because oh. you, you summed it up perfectly. Oh, well, we, we can we can discuss this movie forever, can't we, Candle? We can. As we did on a Fred Watch episode. We did yes. on a wonderful Fred Watch <laughs> yes. episode. That was my Fred first Watch. ever Fred yeah, Watch. Yeah, absolutely. Episode 12 for episode those 12. playing at home and yes. would love to listen to Kendall share her knowledge on movies because that's always a wonderful thing. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Thank you. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. Not just me. We're, we're nerds. We are. Yes. <laughs> movie nerds, yes. Big what a, movie nerds. That's what my favorite type of nerd. Oh, yeah. yes. Me too. Um, but yeah, so Superman, yeah, just it's on the pedestal for me. Um, after that, I've got to go to probably The Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think straight up. Just, uh, yeah, it is, it is a masterpiece mm. uh, of a film. Like, it's not just a good comic book film it's not just a good dc film it's just a good film in general yeah you know like it's like ryan said before there's a reason it's the number four film on the imdb top 250 yeah number four yeah like after what shawshank and godfather <laughs> yes and maybe empire strikes back yes because they're usually up there they're usually at the top that's it like i'm it's just yeah i mean that's enough said almost mm. um but yeah i i love telling this story about how uh when the first trailer for mm. the dark knight came out uh late 2007 and uh i remember playing it for my dad mm. and trying to see if he could pick who the joker was like i remember we watched the trailer together where we both really liked it and then i've gone i've turned to him and i've gone so dad who do you reckon the joker was and he's he couldn't he yeah. put his finger on it he had no idea. Um, he maybe guessed someone but i can't remember for the life of me now who it would have been but he didn't pick it and then yeah. i said it's heath ledger dad and yeah he was just like what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was flabbergasted. Couldn't yeah. believe. Um, so I love sharing that story because obviously that was the reaction yeah. when he was cast. No mm. one, no one thought like that. This, not yeah, heartthrob of sorts. Yeah, really, absolute heartthrob. Um, yeah, you know, could play the you know crown prince of crime. Yeah, the clown prince of crime. Yes, I mean everyone knew he was a, a talented actor. We'd seen him in diverse roles and mm. and things, but his, you know, more famous movies had been um, you know, in romantic teen comedies oh, and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as a as a troubled cowboy. Yes. You know, so I mean we knew he had range, let's be honest. Oh, he definitely has the range. But to then notch it up because we knew the tone of Nolan's film, what it would be, because we'd mm. seen it in Batman Begins. For sure. We didn't expect the tone that The Dark Knight would be. It was no, intensified. Very There's much. gorgeous shades of blue throughout the whole film mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But, yeah, it, it delivered a lot more. And I remember really when it when it had come out and everyone had seen it was talking about it. And a friend of mine had said to me, he goes, gosh, that movie is amazing. But he goes, you know what? It's If, if you just ignore the fact that it's a Batman movie, mm-hmm. it's a great detective crime story it is yeah it is it's really like that's one of the best things about christian bale's batman Mm. is the fact that he really was the you know greatest detective batman yeah you know he really brought that side of the character to the screen in a way that 
um, Michael Keaton's Batman did. Yes. But not as effective. Oh, absolutely. It was yeah. you know, Michael Keaton did do, um, you know, like little research and things like that, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a huge part of the plot. It was no. a way of going from like A to B. It, Basically. You know, so you did show detective skills, you're right. Yeah. But it is so imperative yeah. to, you know, Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, Christian, Christian Bell's performance uh, is, is mm. excellent. He, yeah. he does make a, a brilliant Bruce Wayne and, yeah. and a very good Batman. Yes. I have to say... The um, excessive parodies of Christian Bale actually annoy me. <laughs> yeah, him doing that voice, right? Yeah, like it, the, the parodies actually annoy me. Yeah. And I'm not being like, oh, you know, well, it's because Batman is my favorite hero and rah, rah, rah. But I just sometimes think, and I have this thing about parodies in general um, mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. And the reason for it is that I think the internet has ruined the art of parody. Yeah, that's fair. Because back in the day, right? Something would be really big. Mm-hmm. The movie would come out and people would just absolutely like engage in it, love with it. Maybe find something to chuckle at, you know, that people had found. Oh, you know, Sly Stallone's voice is really funny, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because he talks a bit funny and stuff like that. And it was like, everyone was like, oh, let me do the voice and rah, rah. And then you've got shows like Saturday Night Live and other shows like that will will you know broadcast will do a parody that is a lot cleverer than any of us can ever think of because they're geniuses yeah and then that goes around the country and you know and then you respect and appreciate the parody because no one else could do it that well and then you're making a parody of the parody Mm -hmm. but everyone at that stage knew what they were talking about now because of the internet people who have not seen rocky for example and I know it's rare, but maybe not seeing Christian Bale's Batman. Know the parodies more because of mm. internet memes and know them so well that when they then go in to watch the films, they're just uh, thinking of a parody. It ruins the experience. I think it does ruin the experience yeah, a lot. Yeah. And it does a disservice to the people creating these clever parodies. Yeah, very true. Because you're not getting the nuances they're picking up on. No. You're going in on an, oh, I can do Sly's voice or I can do Christian Bale's deep voice and rah, rah, rah. You're already doing a disservice to yourself as an audience member. You're stopping yourself from appreciating fine performances. Mm-hmm. You know, parodies exist for, you know, they exist to sort of poke fun, yes, but it's only because something is really captured in and engaged, mm-hmm. uh, you know, popular culture. So that's why I'm such a big defender on, on, on about Christian Bale's Batman. And I, I, I don't particularly like the parodies much. I don't mind laughing at them and so forth. Yeah, yeah, you because, can laugh. Yeah, well, but not only that, Kendall, because I'm, you know, someone who doesn't delve too much into looking at things about films before seeing the movie. So I didn't really engage in all of the memes and everything until after I'd seen the film. So I can appreciate that. Oh, that's good. You know, but people who like to do parodies and maybe haven't seen them for a while or older movies like Rocky it is famous, you know, for, oh, for yeah. being, yeah. for being um, satirized. Yes. But yeah, it, it actually kind of annoys me. It's like, oh yeah, no, but I've never seen it. Like, what? Like, then you're just doing a, a mockery or a parody of a parody. It's like, yeah, y- you can't get the, the genius of the parody or the fun of that parody. No. You know, you're making a joke or something. Yeah. 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 I've gone really serious on this, but this is just yeah, how much no. I am such a defender. I love, I, yeah. I love that perspective. I oh, never yeah. would have thought to. Yeah. I just, that. yeah. I'm like, I just, I, I, yeah, I think that the, the way that parodies are done and they're so accessible just ruin, ruin. And I think cause I just love movies so much. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, of yeah. multiple genres. It's like, 
wow, you, you're preventing yourself from actually getting the most yeah. out of these films. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, true. yeah, that's what I think. So I'm glad that you, you love um, Batman and I'm sorry, Christian Bale's Batman. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I, yeah, I think, yeah, you know, it can be overlooked. <laughs> he can be. Yeah. yeah, he can be a little bit mm-hmm. and probably due to yeah, and par- just parodies. being made fun of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we move, I move on from Dark Knight, mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that I think... It's probably one of Aaron Eckhart's finest performances. How great is he? As Harvey Dent. Yeah. Just hit, just the, the turn from being mm. the white, Gotham's white knight. Yeah. You know, for the majority of the film. And then until he loses the love of his life, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the Joker manipulates all of it. That scene in the hospital. Oh, it's so, that reveal. It's so good. It's so well done. Yeah, like that's it's, how you use CGI people. That is. That's how you do it. That is exactly how you do it. It's brilliant. Mm. And I just love like I just I just love the fact that you just don't even like you don't even see Heath Ledger in the, in that at any of these oh, scenes. No. He's not there. You, yeah. At all. But just the way, you know, he is just sitting, you know, he's dressed up as a nurse. He's yeah. Very, there's very obvious fake wig on mm. and like he's got his, you can see his makeup and all yeah. that. But he's, and he's just talk the way he just talks to him. I love the way he sits down and he's just, hi. <laughs> like, you know, like, you probably don't want to see me, but I'm here. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I, I, I've always adored that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then of course, you know, the famous, you know, scene where the, the bombs didn't go off. Yes. And he went with it I know and made it work for the character oh. and it got even something better yeah absolutely like, I love it's it's brilliant yes absolutely brilliant um yeah so the dark knight we can't I don't think we can say anymore yeah it's just phenomenal um I do want to go into then yeah the Burton Batman mm-hmm. uh Batman and Batman Returns yeah um yeah, just everything you said as well. I, you know, how I feel about that way. Yeah, it's absolutely. pretty much the exact same that you do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we love we love Batman's. We love uh, Burton's Batman. Burton's Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you that uh, Batman Returns is underrated. Yeah. Uh, it definitely deserves a lot more appreciation, mm. particularly for the performances and like Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Michelle is my Catwoman. Oh, yes. I mean, I watched 66 Batman as yeah, a kid as same. well, but she's no one else. No. I, none of the other actresses, you know, can, for me, they don't yeah. hold the candle to Michelle. I just think she's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. plays her so well. She's, yeah, she's done. And I love that we do get a proper, you know, alias with Selena Kyle and that Selena is quite mm. tortured in that movie as well. Mm. I remember first watching Batman Returns and seeing... Catwoman, um, you know, scratch the, 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 the mugger's face with her claws mm. down his face and then across. And, mm. you know, that's like, wow, really confronting. It is. And you want to go, oh, you know, Catwoman's like a, you know, like a goodie here. And as, as the, as the woman is, is thanking her, she, you know, Catwoman chokes her and is yeah. like, oh, no, what? waiting for some you're always waiting for some Batman to save, save you and it's yeah. almost like saying you're pathetic <laughs> you know for just waiting well I'm Catwoman yeah hear me roar. roar oh yeah it's phenomenal yeah yeah, yeah. she's so yeah. good yeah and you're right about Danny DeVito as well uh, yeah wonderful yeah, yeah yeah I very um oh he makes you uncomfortable he makes you feel uncomfortable yes the very presence of him but that's 
like I don't know that just makes him such a good villain yes for me uh, and but then at the same time you you do start to feel sympathy for him oh absolutely yeah because yeah. of his you know what happened to him his parents giving him well you know throwing him away essentially literally literally <laughs> yeah. literally throwing him away uh, which is so awful and shouldn't happen to anyone no um, but yeah and then when you know going through the film and and Max Shrek is trying to mm. use him yes to be the mayor you no. know become the mayor of Gotham yeah how many people have actually valued penguin for penguin yeah no one no one you know i mean he's got his lackeys and stuff but you know they're outcasts as well but mm-hmm. you know one of my favorite lines in batman returns is uh, towards the end when penguin and batman are battling it out and penguin says to batman you're just jealous because I'm a natural freak and you have to wear a mask. Yeah, <laughs> That's such a good line. I love that by the end of it, Penguin just really embraces who he is. That's yeah. I was going to say, that's one of my favorite moments of the whole film yeah. is when when Penguin like just goes, I'm Penguin, I'm not Oswald Yes, Cobblepot. And he fully owns yeah. the Penguin persona and who he is. And he basically tells Max to shove it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, like the, and from the moment when he, you know, bursts through the floor during the party, the masquerade yeah. ball, and then is just, you know, he doesn't give a crap anymore. No. It's over. Yeah. I, lo- I just love how powerful that absolutely. is. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, with his declaration, of uh, not being a human being, but being an animal, cold-blooded yeah. is a wonderful reference to the Elephant Man, if anyone has seen uh, that film, or at least know of the famous declaration of, yes. I'm a human being, I'm not an animal. Yeah. And it's just flipped here. It is. Embracing the freak. And freak's not used as a bad word. No. Here no. at all. No. Um, you know, he's a part, you know, he's, he's, his team are, are, are circus performers. Mm-hmm. Circus freaks, if you yeah, will, yeah. Um, and they end up leaving him as well. He mm-hmm. loses mm-hmm. all of his power, and you know what does he resort to? It just then becomes this rumble, mm. and yeah, he is a really sympathetic character. He is grotesque, yes, uh, and not based on aesthetics at all because of how he was born, but. There is this grotesqueness about him, but it's almost like the society is making the monster. Oh, um, of course. You know, yeah. that, um, you know, that is uh, typified in a movie that I have not acknowledged, and I know that you will, uh, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that yes. For some reason, I totally forgot all about. <laughs> bad nerd, bad, bad nerd. nerd. Very <laughs> um, bad nerd. But yeah, but you can you can see that mm-hmm. um, through Penguin, mm-hmm. and Catwoman is created through corporate greed. Mm. You know, and mm. and and, and uh, this like class warfare, almost. I love that Selena talks herself up as an assistant. Yeah. No secretary. Even yeah. though She's a secretary, and she yeah. fumbles around, around Max, and you know, and Max is there to protect his son Chip the whole way through. Yes. No one's going to get in his way, and no. not, not even. It's just. Yeah, you can really unpack these characters you a lot, really can't can. you? You really yeah. can. You really can. They're wonderfully uh, yeah. layered and, and nuanced. Yeah, just, I think yeah, so. And it's brilliant. and you just go, it's such a shame we only have like a two-hour film to, to do it. I really always, as a kid, wanted more from that. Yeah. I you know, wanted to see them again, wanted to see more of yeah. their stories. Yeah. Um, and then before I move out of the Burton-verse, uh, if you will, uh, <laughs> Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah. We haven't touched on him quite so yet but uh, there isn't too much to say other than that he's one of the greatest jokers of all time i agree 
Um, I mean, it's apples and oranges comparing all oh, of the Jokers. They're so different. They're all so different, everyone. And, yeah. and you know, like all of them are fantastic in their own rights. Mm. Um, and what the actors, you know, do with those characters and, and what Jack brought to the, the part. Mm. I've, I've always adored. Yeah. And he's, he's terrifying. Yeah. And sinister. Yeah. And crazy. Yes. And funny. Yes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. His jokes <sighs> kill. His jokes, they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's... Oh, my gosh. And you know what? He can be so over the top. But it's... And it can be even if you want. Mm. But it doesn't go there. It's he's too like he might be overplaying it, and he might be campy. I'm too scared of him to acknowledge any camp. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't yeah. see any of that no, whatsoever. Not at he all. has fun with the role. He has fun with his surroundings. He's got all of these toys. Everything is a gag. He laughs at his own jokes. It doesn't matter who falls around him. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It is apples and oranges, and I think that's one of the reasons why I tend to think that the DC. Villains, I will say, more so than the heroes. But I think the DC villains, more than any other type of villain, are so interesting. And I think why they tend to be superior. Because most of them, or especially the early ones, don't have um, in-depth backstories. Mm. So because, you know, they were just churning them out. Oh, we need someone for Batman to fight, you know, specifically. Yeah. Which means now... Can do anything, anything with them. There's no right or wrong with these. No, not at, at all. all. Yeah, at all. It's wonderful. Yeah, and the Joker is a perfect example. Yes. Like, look at all the different portrayals. So many. From Caesar Romero. Yes. It's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you can say, "Oh, yeah, look, wasn't sure about that portrayal, or whatever," but you can't say it's wrong. No, you cannot. You can't get at this all. character wrong. No. So I, I argue against anyone who says, well, no, the Joker should be... Because people are very defensive about the Joker. They are. Uh, the Joker should be like this. Or no, this is how he should be. This is how he should be. No. He, no, because there's nothing in stone that says that. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest, I don't care if they've sort of made new things canon. <laughs> That's restrictive. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to the old school. Go back to what makes him so great. Exactly. He's so unpredictable. So mm-hmm. make him however you want. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah and so have you, fun with it. Yeah. And Jack does it so well. He does. Does it so well. He does it mm. so well. Um, what a better time <laughs> yes. to segue then into um, the most recent DC film. Yeah. Uh, Joker. Yes. The one that I just so badly <laughs> overlooked. That's okay. <laughs> it was very recent. We're yes. kind of like looking back. Yes. Right? But, you know. Um, but, so. but it's on your list, so I'm more than happy to talk about it. Yes. Let's, let's discuss. Yes. <sighs> Joaquin Phoenix yes oh this is going to be his I've said it once I'll say it again career defining performance it's absolutely one of his highlights Um, look Joker has become the most successful comic book movie ever made of all time ever and you know I think it'll hold that for a while because everyone's for bigger budgets and so forth Mm -hmm. Uh, you know there have been recent talks of sequels and things like that Mm -hmm. not happening I'm I want this movie to exist in its own little bubble. Same, same. I, I have only seen it once. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how I will respond to it a second time Me around. Me too, yeah. Um, because, you know, Kendall, you and I both had done written reviews on the Fred the Alien website. We did. On this movie. We're like, we both love this. We do. We're publishing both at the same time. Yeah, and it was <laughs> I love that. Fantastic, these different perspectives, but really came, came to an agreement. I, we I, did. I, I don't think we... 
I don't think we disagreed over no, anything. No, I don't think really. so. No, mm-hmm. I think we're just very glowing about this movie. Um, but yeah, one of the things about this film that I take away from it more than anything is it feels like you are watching a work of art. It does. <laughs> it is so aesthetically and skillfully made. Yeah. It is beautiful. It is grotesque. Mm-hmm. Um, it is disturbing. Mm. It's has its moments i was breathless i found myself breathless at moments during this film i found myself my my mouth was dropped like literally dropped Mm -hmm. and i had to just you know close my mouth a little bit and just be like okay quiet and yeah just held my breath sometimes and i was on edge other times and i was set you know in a false sense of being relaxed at other times oh yeah uh, it just is such an engaging film and i and i when i do revisit it um kendall i just hope it's as good if not more because i will find new things for it yeah, yeah. and i think i will do the film a service and not watch it too often yeah i don't want to spoil same. it same i i don't think this is one that can be watched on repeat ad nauseum. I don't think you'd want to, did you? No. I think you'd be quite disturbed after yeah, it. Yeah, you might yeah. be because it is very confronting. Yeah, um, it's just amazing. Like, but it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely incredible. When Arthur meets Bruce for the first time, oh, I, that, that if you could put a, a scene in a frame, <laughs> that's the one I want in a yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, you know, when I was watching it, that scene unfold. I was starting to unpack it, the foreshadowing, the symbolism of that scene. And I knew I was watching something magical. Like, it just is. In this genre, you get such rare gems, and this is a gem. And that scene is just incredible. Uh, You know, like, if you come into it not knowing anything about these characters, you might not know the foreshadowing they're showing through the symbolism of that relationship between those two characters. Mm. But you get so much intensity out of it. Kendall, I'm talking way too much. It is on your list. Because you remember to put it there. Please. It's okay. Keep going. No, that's all right. Keep going. Why is it on your list, my dear? Why is it on my list? Well, for all of the reasons you just said. (laughs) Yes. Really. Um, Yeah, I just, I think it's one of the best movies that's been made in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Like, easily. And one of the best films of the year. Um, I I just, I don't know. Every shot, Mm. every frame is just perfectly crafted. Every scene, like... The color palette, the 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 portrayal of Gotham, yes. for just this dark city mm. where thing nothing is going anyone's way, yeah. and the you know people are unhappy and they're rising up and you know there's this anti-establishment movement going yeah. on throughout the entire film and um, and uh, Thomas Wayne's an asshole. Which we've never seen before. I was confronted by that. Isn't I it was, strange? I was confronted by yeah, it. Yeah, but I love that they did that. Yes. They, they were brave enough to make that decision. Yeah, yeah, like he was a bit of a joke, but it's funny though, you could almost see why. Like he was a joke with some sympathy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could be yeah. like he's protecting his assets in this world that's falling around him. Yeah. Yeah, falling down around him. Yeah. But I was, I was confronted because you're right. I was mm. confronted by him being a joke. Yeah. yeah. Because it's interesting too, when you're looking at like, because at the time, you know, in the film where Arthur confronts Thomas Wayne, mm. you, some of the audience, maybe not everyone, but most of the audience probably is convinced that 
like Arthur is that Thomas is actually his father. Oh, I absolutely was at that point, yeah, you know, same. until it's really revealed. I'm like, oh, this is an interesting twist they're doing with yeah. this story. But again, it's a standalone. I'm, I'm open to it. Yeah, Why exactly. Why not? Let's go with this. I know. I was rolling with it. I yeah. was there with them. I was I, like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm not going to be up in arms about it. No, no. no. I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's do it. <laughs> See where this goes. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 So I think, yeah. But when, when you look back on that scene and how rude he was to Arthur, you kind of can go okay well no that's fine and fair enough because to him arthur is this like random random crazy guy who's rambling on about being his son yeah like that's that would set someone off yeah and i think especially since you know uh thomas is clearly aware of the anti-establishment vibe that's Mm. uh surfacing in the city Mm -hmm. he wants to keep his distance from the everyday man at this stage yeah for sure absolutely um but then just not just that it's the twists and turns in this Mm. film you know um there's so much like the line between what is real and what is not is just completely blurred yeah the whole way through and um i mean the only disappointing thing about the fact that you know i mean i don't want a sequel but the only the, the big disappointment about not getting a sequel is the fact that we don't really get to see too much of joker no this is right and that's okay because yeah. it, what we get is beyond yeah, it tells us a lot and it gives us a lot yeah it does yeah but i i what i would give to see more yes. of, of that because i mean seeing his journey from from you know where arthur starts and arthur is so wonderful yeah and such a magical person and yeah. you, you love him and you, you're rooting for him the entire film you absolutely are and you know you want to make the comparison to walter white from breaking bad yeah. because you know he starts off as this mm. you know uh wonderful person who's you know doesn't want to hurt anyone just no. wants to you know help people or in, yeah. you know, in arthur's case you know he wants to make people smile and yeah. laugh you and know like you know what, what's the opening scene him getting picked on for doing his job holding up a sign yeah you know? yeah and it's it's heartbreaking and then so you're with him every step of the way but yeah he, he descends in into hell essentially mm. yes uh and, and we as a society push him there we do yeah absolutely yeah. We, we do we push him there yeah yeah it's and you know that scene when he's uh, at the hospital mm. and he's performing and this is where you think oh. he's re- this is this is this is a, a turning point it because is. this is his redemption this is no he's gonna be okay yeah he's actually found his calling he's found an audience that yeah. love and respect him that aren't gonna pick on him that aren't gonna be mean on him mm. and then it happens yeah it goes downhill yeah for just one moment. One little moment. And that and from it. that's the point of no return. Oh, that is. Point of it, no return. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 110% it is. And yeah, from then on, you know, Joker comes yes. forward and Arthur takes a step back yep. and it's the scene in his apartment with oh his my co-workers. Goodness. That's my favorite scene of the whole film. Locking the door. And did you know, did you sense it though, when as soon as he locked that door the first time before the short-statured gentleman went up to it, like, mm. you knew as soon as he locked the door, oh, something's going down. I, yeah, yeah, yeah it was definitely uh, obvious, I think, yeah. But also letting that shorter man go and the reason. Oh, the reason, yes, is everything and to it me. says, it says everything. Yeah, it really does. If there were more people like you... Mm-hmm. I would not be who I am now. Yeah. I would not be... Because at that stage, 
he, he, he's, he's got nowhere else to go. No. He, he's found, you know, he, he's letting this guy go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure he knows what's going to happen. But he lets him go anyway. Yeah. Because he can't justify doing anything. No, and then because he's a joker, he puts in a joke. Yes. As he's doing it. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Because he he because he has to. Because he has to. Because it's all about the laugh. All he wanted to do was make people laugh. That's all he wanted to do. And he is no longer the butt of jokes now. No, absolutely not. Never will be again. But I yeah. (laughs) Absolutely never will be again. Absolutely not. What a triumph. I mean, we could keep talking about it, but I think yes. that's, that, that, that's enough. <laughs> it now. encompasses it, doesn't it? Does it does encompass it. Yeah. It, is, it is a masterpiece of a film. Yeah. Um, and to wrap up my uh, res- epic response yes. um, today, I just wanted to think, finish things off a bit lighter and, <laughs> and talk about Shazam. Right. So this is, uh, the you know, the of the current batch of DC movies I actually haven't seen. Um, and I have a copy of it accessible mm. to me, so it is on my list. But oh, Kendall, yes. Now it's on your list, so I think so. The answer to my next question is very obvious. Yes. Should I make a point of seeing this oh, movie? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, this is a must-watch. You will love this yes. movie because it really it just captures um, just so much childlike wonder, right. and it takes you back to a simpler time of your Christopher Reeve Superman, of your movies like The Goonies, and, yeah. and uh, just just really makes you feel like a kid. You're you're you know you're with these kids in this movie because yeah. you know it's a, the kids are the main characters. Yeah. You know, Billy Batson is your hero, and then he says the wo- the word, and he yes. becomes Shazam. And Zachary Levi's performance is excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the role of Billy, uh, you know, but as an adult, obviously, yeah, um, quite well. Um, yeah. I think I some people did have issues with the like they they felt there was a more definitive separation between the two, but I th- I thought both actors yeah. did a very good job yeah i really enjoyed the the performances um the effects are really really good um there's a couple of little dark bits that kind of go oh okay that seems like a bit too dark for this movie Mm. but didn't um didn't ruin anything by any means yeah and the humor is (laughs) the humor is so good yeah on point absolutely because um uh, let's see, Billy Batson's best friend, I've forgotten the character's name, but the actor Jack Dylan Grazier mm-hmm. is from um, uh, It Chapter One. Yeah. He played Eddie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so obviously, the, you know, he, in that he's the, the kid that, you know, is a hypochondriac and he's <laughs> sick and his mum's on him all the time. I love that kid he's so much. He's great. Yeah. And in Shazam, he's next level funny. Yeah. Oh, great. He's, he's, a, he's brilliant. Yeah. Um, one of the big highlights, but yeah, there's a lot of really good jokes and Mark Strong's the villain mm-hmm. in this. And I don't know. I just, I had such a good time watching yeah. it. It's such an enjoyable film, such a great experience. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. And there were scenes when I was crying with laughter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but I think next time I guest co-host, uh, maybe the question is Wayne, have you seen Shazam yet? Yes. <laughs> yes, most definitely. I mean, I can get your thoughts on it then, but, yeah. uh, but it's, it's, and it's very family orientated as right. well. So yeah. Um, yeah. Kid, kids and parents would definitely yeah. enjoy it. So definitely it was, it seems like the black sheep of the decent of the DC movies that have recently come out, like in the past, say 10 years 
but black sheep in a very good way. Yeah, 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 because it's so it's it's so different mm. in its look and its feel and its vibe yeah. to well, the other. It has films. to reflect the hero, doesn't it? Really, uh, the it style does. that suits the hero. You couldn't you couldn't really do, uh, you know, very an edgy Suzam. Yeah, film. it wouldn't work. No, no, because there's magic involved here. Yeah, you know, there's literally a wizard in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, I just I just love it through and through. So, yeah, I'm yeah, glad. Well, I can't wait for you to watch it. I can't really wait to watch it now. Thanks for the recommendation. Yeah. It was a glowing recommendation. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's so good. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for me. Yeah. Wow. Let's. We talked about so many wonderful movies. We have. That was amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. It was such a great topic. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. a great topic. Um, thank you again to everyone for all of your responses. Yes. Thank you. They were excellent, and um, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. As well, we absolutely hope, hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, in-depth discussion <laughs> into many DC films. Yes. But we knew it was going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. So much fun. Yeah, um, So next month, yeah. um, considering we're heading into December and, uh, you know, we're actually approaching the end of a decade. Can you believe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's kind of bizarre. Uh, but... The the twenties are almost here. Hey, the roaring twenties are back. The roaring twenties are back. <laughs> Get out your flapper dresses, girls. Um, God, yes, it's just insane to believe. Um, but uh, because we are coming to the end of a decade, uh, we've decided uh, next month, Fulia and myself are going to be discussing our favorite film and TV show. So not one or the other. Yes. Your favorite film and TV show Ooh, cool. of the 2010s. Wow, that's yes. cool. So many wonderful titles to pick from. Oh, so many. So it's going to be very hard choice. Yeah. Um, probably be similar to this discussion, <laughs> not just one. No, I think so. Yeah, no. it's hard to narrow it down. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so we want to know what your favorite movie and TV show of the 2010s is. Mm. You hashtag tell win a friend so we yes. can find your answers and have a big old uh, chat to end the decade yes i can't wait to listen to that one uh, yes i'm looking forward to that yeah that, that will be a lot of fun i think so too what a great discussion we'll yes be. good way to end the year yeah god it's gonna be 2020 soon what the fuck yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> can't exactly even, can't even oh all right so that's gonna be a lot of fun um and what is on the cards for, for us, for, for you, Wayne? What's, yeah. what's December looking like for you? Yeah, well, December, um, yeah, uh, working on the play that I'd mentioned at the top of the podcast, The Boy I Paid For, we'll be doing a lot of rehearsals on that mm-hmm. to bring it in January 2020. Yes. Uh, Get your old tickets. Absolutely. Look, I uh, like Kendall work in retail. That's how I pay the bills. Yes. Which means the Christmas period. <laughs> So I will be in a shop for a lot of it and hoping to get a lot of writing done as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's what fuels my soul. Yes. Uh, so yes, hopefully over summer getting more writing done mm. so that next time I'm uh, co-hosting on the monthly Kendall, when you say, what are you up to? I'll be like, well, I'm about to put on a new show, <laughs> which is the, so. the thing that I love to say the most because yeah. we're making things. Uh, so yeah, for me, it's, it's all about being creative. Good. Um, so trying to do that for as long as I can and as long as I can afford to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about yourself, Kendall? Well, yeah, very similar to uh, to you, Wayne, for sure. Um, the retail life. Mm-hmm. Christmas is coming. <laughs> it most certainly is. Most certainly is. So we're bracing for the onslaught 
but I'm, you know, looking forward to it as well because, you know, the time does fly. Yes, yes. Um, it can be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. it can be. you got to have fun with it. Yeah. And for example, um, and I need to go shopping for this. Uh, we, uh, at our store are going to, on Black Friday, all wear a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Just to bring some fun to a very hectic day. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm just, you know, working on other Fred, the, Fred the Alien related things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a podcast called Fred every week and my non-scripted ramblings countdown to hey, Star Wars. Yes. So the rise of Skywalker, we will have seen that, uh, Next time we meet. Wow, yeah. So you might, podcast. might talk about it briefly. I, think I imagine. There'll be a spoil I feel like there'll be a spoiler view and may spoiler review, I should say, um, next month. But yeah. like well spoiler free review anyway. Uh, and then maybe in January I I might see if I can persuade Fulia into <laughs> a uh, spoiler recap and review yeah. episode. That might be fun. Yeah. Maybe. 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 We'll see. Uh, nevertheless there will be spoiler-free reactions uh, come next episode for episode nine. Um, but if anyone is interested, I am reviewing the franchise at the yeah. moment. Uh, where we're at, I just put up Attack of the Clones. Uh, when this episode goes up, um, we'll be only a day or two away from my review of Revenge of the Sith. Yes, and... Re- Finishing off the prequel trilogy. Finishing the prequel trilogy, which yeah. means Force Awakens, then Last Jedi, and then Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. We're very close. Now. Yes, yes. So I'm, I'm quite excited. Yeah, well, the, the great videos, Kendall. Yes, yeah, thank going you. Into, more than welcome. Thank you. And, of course, Collectible Chaos oh. is coming. My um, favorite title. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're too nice. Um, so at the time this is up, uh, my... Latest episode should have just gone up as well. My top 10 favorite episodes of Charmed. Yay. The original TV series. Um, one of my favorites of all time. So it was really fun being able to celebrate that. Yeah. And talk about some excellent uh, witches <laughs> in TV history, basically. Yes. Some of my favorite ladies. Um, yeah. And then, I don't know. I don't really know what else is going on. There's probably going to be a bunch of movies apart from... Rise of Skywalker that I'll go mm. to the go go and see, and then Christmas parties and yeah, fun to be had. I'm sure. Yeah, it looks so, summer is always fun in Australia. I love summer. Summer yeah. is my favorite time of the year. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for the warm weather and you know, spending time with friends and family. Absolutely. Yes, it's going to be good. Yes. Um. Cool. All right. Was that that might be it then? I think that's it from us today. Excellent, Wayne. Yes. Thank you for joining. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're I, so al- welcome. I always have fun on this podcast. Please have me back soon. Oh, we definitely <laughs> will. Absolutely. Fulia and I will just have to go away more often. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Have holidays. Go for it. Yeah. I, I, I stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll keep me in the spare room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's why we call it the Fred Shed. Yes. <laughs> we keep Wayne in the Fred Shed. Yes. Oh, Lord. We should call it the Wayne Shed, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, with that, I think uh, that's a wrap on this monthly. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, 
podcast. So remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For future podcasts from Fred the Alien, follow us on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, wall art, home decor, bags, and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Uni bums, incompetent gamers, and our live stage shows, and more. And more! Yes! That was a Wayne. That was a Kendall. And, and you've, you've just, just experienced, experienced the, the monthly at Winnie Friends! Yay! Oh, love it. Love, what a great episode. What a great episode. Fun discussion. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, Wayne. Anytime, anytime. Oh, it's so good. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. Yes, thank you. And I'll see you next month. And who knows when I'll see you next. Yes, hopefully soon. (laughs) Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. (laughs) And And scene. scene.